Okay. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to this very historic event in time. You're listening to the first Scenes on Toast Top Tens with Friends podcast, the podcast where we we determine definitive top 10 lists for everything. Stuff that matters, stuff that doesn't matter, but we do it all. Uh, I'm Jack from Scenes on Toast, your host for this podcast, and I'm joined by arguably the most handsome Jack in this podcast, my good and lovely and beautiful friend, Jack Broden. Jack, how's it going? What's happening? Oh, I'm all right. Um, just recovering from a good old-fashioned bit of the lurgy. Not the new-fashioned lurgy right enough, but uh, I'll be... I'll be coughing and spewing and having great times with it but i'm feeling great i'm i'm roasting because it's lovely and warm and i'm enjoying it's, it it's it's, it's 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 disgustingly warm you know <laughs> I, I think like i'm i'm in i'm in that camp of obviously people that i mean you can see from the video i am um, almost see-through as like, <laughs> i i i I get burnt just thinking about the sun man it's absolutely burnt by the moonlight it's just <laughs> <laughs> The reflection, the reflection of the moon, like on the water. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> grand. So, right. What uh, we're gonna start off by doing. Um, so, before we kind of talk about the topic that we're gonna be doing the top ten for, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna ask you some pretty hard hitting questions because. Okay. <laughs> um, and I don't want you to be alarmed, but this, you know, I mean, this will be on the internet forever. So, really, okay. really, really think about. Um, you know your answers all right so okay. no need to be alarmed but maybe be alarmed all right <laughs> so first question arguably the most important i would say right if you could only eat one biscuit or cookie for all our, our american followers what would that be like for the rest of your life like even if you were at a party and there was just a smorgasbord of biscuits on the table like yours there's only one that you're allowed for the rest of your life what is it what's that what is that going to be what's happening with that um, okay, so I'm gonna uh, immediately dive into the controversy um, and say, well, I would say a Jaffa cake, but but it's not a biscuit sort of pattern. But also, I just wanted to actually just uh, going back very slightly the fact your use of the word smorgasbord there, oft that was just like <laughs> Am I using that correctly. I heard, it in, I heard it in movies, you know. You know, I heard you, know it in that, movies. you know that sort of way when you hear a word somewhere and you're like, oh shit, that's a class word, and then you just hear it, <laughs> like you start hearing it everywhere after there. It's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm just kind of late to the party here. But yeah, no, Listen, I, I all would the say. Well, that's exactly it. You know, that's what the Zoomers say nowadays. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's got to be Jaffa cake. I love Jaffa cakes. I actually was briefly allergic to Jaffa cakes when I was a kid, but it was like there was a before and after period of that, and I loved them before it. So it was like this heartbreaking childhood moment. My mom telling me I couldn't eat Jaffa cakes anymore. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I kind of want to delve into this because because. <laughs> I mean, was there evidence that you were allergic or was it just that your mum was like, we need to reel this in a little bit? And she was like, oh, no, you're allergic. <laughs> like, you know I mean? We Jacks turn into such a fat bastard, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um, no, it was actually, there was, there was, it wasn't like a sort of anaphylaxis thing. Like I wasn't getting tingly, like how I, like how my mouth gets tingly with kiwis, tingly. but I like, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I like kiwis and they don't make me die, so I'm gonna keep eating them. But um, 
but Jaffa cakes instead, like it was the it was the orange in them. Like it made me uh... it, it made like my mouth just go completely like like oh, my tongue would go get covered in like mouth ulcers and stuff like that and I wouldn't be able to eat, eat oh. anything for ages. Yeah, it sucked. But like I suppose maybe it was my body's way of just sort of controlling the number of calories I had because I would eat mm. like an unholy amount of Jaffa cakes then it wouldn't let me eat for a week. Like, did you ever see at Christmas I always get, you know, like the big massive like tube of them? That's got like a hundred uh, did you did you ever used to I mean I again I don't know if this I don't know if this is bringing up like bad memories for you or like you know, like it's, trauma but it's it's more just a genuine sadness that i've never had one of those like meters of jaffa cakes and that is i guess that's all i want like i mean i've seen I, like a meter of toblerone sorry you go. yeah no no the, the toblerone I, see again and again this is i'm sorry i knew this question was going to absolutely just go into chaos we could do a whole podcast podcast on this like but like the 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 to, the, the, the toblerone like I used to get that, and to be honest, I was like, I never said I liked Toblerone. I've never, like, I would never eat it normally, but it would just be there, and I'd be like, well, I obviously need to be thankful because this is an expensive bit of kit. Um, <laughs> but, the like, the yard, the yardy of bloody, like, uh, of um, Jaffa Cakes is next level. Like, it's <laughs> just... Just ever since the mention of Toblerone, I've been at, there was just this one image that's flashed to my head of like, did you ever see that thing where it was this guy who realized that you could get personalized Toblerones and he realized that while he was like stoned at his gourd. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so like three days later it kind of just got this uh, this toblerone in the post and it, it said to bob learn <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> and there's like a photo evidence of that and it is just beautiful i can I honestly i i actually took the time to learn how to pronounce that because it was just like a completely like messed up word of toblerone but to bob learn from memory at least is, is how it kind of came out i've not seen that but that is that's well beautiful. there's that well, that is a, a a sealed jack meme recommendation for you there <laughs> that's such a zesty meme i like that like a little that. wax seal on that one grand well i think i think again if we're commissioned for another podcast which i'm sure we will um i think we're probably gonna have to do some more biscuit chat i think that's probably what might become, <laughs> becoming a set a, a, a you know a part of this show but yeah. right i'll give you another hard-hitting question again okay, okay. all right so oh which one am i gonna give you right oh. would you rather forget who you were or who everyone else was well, I'd rather forget who I was because then I'd have the pleasure of getting to know me, Jack. Oh, stop that. <laughs> you know there was this little critical moment there when I was deciding on my answer of, do I be a prick? And like, there was absolutely just like... And you the, did it. The, yeah, it was yeah. the categorical <laughs> yes. I, mean, I, I just thought, I can't, like, I, I can't just like do that half-heartedly. I really have to commit to being an arsehole. Which, yeah, and I, I appreciate that. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure they'll appreciate that. Yeah, so what, what's, your, what, what's your thinking, like, behind that decision? Like, is that the actual reason? Or is there, no, like... No, no, um, no. <laughs> the... Actually, you know what? I said I'd commit to it. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but, um, I don't know. Like, I mean, forgetting who everybody else was, I guess there's, like, a really sort of a... Uh... Oh, 
I was about to reference a film, which I don't which? know if it's from the 90s. I actually genuinely oh. don't know if it's from the 90s, but it, it might be. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It seems 90s. That's early, early 2000s. Oh. Early. But, but I know what you mean, though. It's got a very 90s, like... Quality. Like a 90s cast and also a 90s feel about it, but I think it's, again, I might be getting this. I think it's, like, <laughs> very early 2000s. I, yeah. I think I think Great also movie, generally every time I see Jim Carrey in a film that I don't immediately think, man, this is bad. I'm like, this has to be from the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Or early, you're right. Or early 2000s. To be fair though, I haven't seen um Sanic. I can't is that just the name of the film Sonic? Um <laughs> I, I haven't seen that, but apparently he's really good in that just because yeah. like he's he's very him in it. But like there's other ones. I can't even remember the yeah. name of it, but the one with the penguins, like that uh, it, I literally like literally there's one with penguins yeah yeah and like to be fair when you say like one that's not I mean like yeah when you say the film with the penguins with Jim Carrey in it that is like a really specific description but it summons nothing to anyone's mind it does exist I promise yeah I mean, I, you know, it definitely it definitely could exist that's the thing I just I'm, I was I feel like I was reaching into like the darkest part of my brain to to know if I've you know yeah but uh, yeah no I, I I yeah I've actually I've not watched it either but I've actually heard it is pretty especially after they, you know when they released that initial trailer and everybody <laughs> yes. was like what the hell is this fucking thing <laughs> like, I just really disgusting I just really love that the internet were able to collectively cyber bully a studio into completely <laughs> changing its film. But then it's, you know, I think it was also like, it was almost made me, again, there was also that, there was the element of it where I thought, actually, I quite respect that they listened to what people were saying and then they went and changed yeah. it. And, and then again, it made, but then there was also that way of like, the internet did bully them into like, this, <laughs> yeah. this like multi-million pound movie of executives and people memeing it on the internet and being like, this Sonic looks like like a hellhound, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the eyes, it was like the little beady it eyes. Was the, yeah, I, think, I like, I mean, that's the thing. I think that's the thing with a lot of uh, sort of, just general sort of live action adaptations in general. Um, like, I mean, or, or I guess remakes in some senses, but like, you know, Space Jam's coming out soon. Uh, there was The Lion King that was remade uh, and there's, good old-fashioned sanic and if you're gonna go for like a cartoon in real life situation or like animal sort of thing it can get really uncanny valley especially in the yeah. case of someone yeah. like sonic where it's like yeah. you like he is objectively stylized and cartoonish if you're going to make him look like an actual living animal you are going to have yeah. nightmares about it for the rest of your life yeah it's horrifying yeah. you're gonna <laughs> have a bad time like and I feel like that that uncanny valley thing because that was for I I'd, I'd never heard of the uncanny valley for until about two years ago and then it just it, it made things a lot easier for me in terms of like knowing yeah. why you're uncomfortable. Yeah, like, Sorry, I, just I the way that, you phrased that. Like, <laughs> it's like it was resolving a lot of traumas for you. Like. Well, it was it was because it's like you know you'd be feeling uncomfortable say watching Sonic or Space Jam or some crap like that and you'd be like why or you'd be looking at a character and you'd be like why does this make me feel uncomfortable? And then when I started learning about the Uncanny Valley and I, I went down a dark rabbit hole of YouTube videos that really I shouldn't have gone down. And then I was, and then again, that and that's what you're right. And what they ended up doing was going back to making him look more cartoony and not worrying about what would Sonic look like in real life? Because he's a fucking cartoon, like 
like hedgehog you know what i mean like he doesn't need he doesn't need to like have like abs and look like tom hardy you know what oh, I, mean? I, don't, I don't know jack oh man do you know what i would have really liked to see though with her with her thing <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything about sonic's genitals i mean like i mean <laughs> i mean like see when see like obviously the stylized version of him is got mm. like is he's like Disney's cars in that he has one eye with two pupils and that's deeply terrifying. I would yeah. love to see a like in life like photorealistic version of that just to oh, look at no. it and like that would have went so far the other way. Like you, you like you know you're stylizing it too much, guys. Please it, calm down. Be like horrifying. It's like <laughs> you know when you see those like ones where they make like I don't know like Peter Griffin in real life or something like that, and it just looks like the most horrifying do you, thing do you, in the yeah, world. But, like, it has just occurred to me how effective a horror character Sonic could be. Yeah, because he's—I mean, he's quick. You are not running away from that. Yeah, but that—that's the thing. I could—I could imagine the scene that you're in, just this like abandoned—I don't know—fucking warehouse, and you just hear like in the the echoes of like you know when he collects like a coin and it's that like <laughs> you just hear that in the background and you know and you know that he's coming and you're like and you think you're safe and then or you're like hiding in a cupboard. And you know that scene where it's like, are you? Are you I can't remember which horror movie it is. You know the movie where like the hands come in front and they like clap. I can't remember what that the Conjuring or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but just like that, and Sonic's just like in your ear, and he's just like, God, he's like, like gloved hands. I know. He's like, gotta, gotta go fast. <laughs> like he's just like right in your ear, and then it's just like ah, and then everything goes dark. Anyone I who's would... married with like a ring on their finger gets amputated. Like I would. All the money that I have and everything that I own, all the land I own, everything I would give to see that movie being made, like, oh, yeah. but uh, being made by like Quentin Tarantino or something. You know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> just like, I think like really going full. Bl- oh, can can Samuel L. Jackson play Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you gotta go fast, motherfucker. <laughs> right? right. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Again. <laughs> what I've already started noticing about this podcast and what I love and which I imagine people will hate, but I love it, is that we started on a question of like, you know, would you rather forget who you were or everyone else was? And somehow we have gotten to Samuel Jackson playing Sonic and we're not even into the fucking topics of this. Like, and, that, and for me, this is, and like, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, what's going on here? It's going to get more like this. This is almost just... This is a taster. So I'm going to, again, we could have done a whole podcast on Horror, Sonic, and Biscuits. I'm going to write that down, actually. Or I'll get my, my HR team to write it down or something like that. Um, but what I'm probably going to move on to now is actually explaining what the theme of today's top 10 is. Um, I mean, it's already in the title, so it's not exactly a huge reveal. But if you didn't read the title and don't, like if, you've, if you're looking at this right, don't read it. Just like don't read it um we have went away into our little bedrooms on our little computers and we have found what our favorite 90s movies are so how this how this works is that myself and the handsome jack have went away and picked our seven favorite 90s movies um you know with a lot of factors in there you know you're talking about nostalgia you're talking about the actual reviews of the movie just everything and what we have now got to do is we've got to come together compare those seven movies so 14 in total 
We then have to whittle that um, list down to 10 because it's top 10s with friends. And then not only that, we are going to have to rank it from, you know, 1 to 10 in terms of what is definitively the best. Because that's why you're here. You're coming here to find out what is what are the best. Not even to, you know, just so you know, you're like, right, I don't have to bother with anything else from the 90s. Like nothing else. I just need to watch these 10 movies. And that's what we're here to do. So, and some of the rules are, so me and Jack, we're going to go back to fourth, talk about our favorite movies. We each are allowed one veto. So after we do our seven movies each, if, if say we do have 14 movies there, I'm allowed to veto one of Jack's movies and he's allowed to veto one of mine. Again, this might cause a bit of uproar, might cause a bit of upset. You know, there might be, there might be tears, but, after that, we then just have to collaborate and work as a team to get this down to 10 because, you know, this is bigger than us right now. This is bigger than us. So um, without further ado, I am going to ask the lovely Jack to talk about his very first. And also I'll point out there may be overlaps. We might both have the same movie. That's fine. If we do have the same movie, we will just find another movie to plonk in there. We'll find, like, I don't know, Armageddon or something. I got my like little that. backup list in there. Oh! <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you know. Right. That's when you know. Okay. Right. So, okay. I'm going to hold I'm on gonna, to you. I'm going to be as vague as possible in my description to this film, but I'm going to wait until you get it, so I might have to get less and less vague. Um, so, okay. I want you to imagine, right? Just not not in terms of not in terms of me within the film, but me as a a fourteen year old boy in real life, and I've just I'm starting to discover my edgy side, right? And I start going around to people, and I go, "Guys, have you seen this film? I can't really talk about it though. <laughs> but, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's got it's got a lot of uh, sex and and anarchy in it." <laughs> Oh, What's, oh what, what, what vibes are you feeling? What what do fourteen year old boys get really really loving and exciting about? Um, uh, cryptocurrency. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, sorry, and uh, oh, I don't know. Um, well, he's he's telling you he's not allowed to talk about it. That's that's one of the the major he's ones. Not, he's not allowed to talk about it. So. When you're, when you're, so are you embodying, are you embo- um, embodying a character from this movie or just like? Oh no, I'm embodying someone who's just discovered this film. Oh, <laughs> right. I am, I am absolutely, I'm, I'm about 10 minutes behind all the listeners. All right, okay. Right. So you're, and so it's a movie that's got a lot of, are we going down the kind of the, the, the Tarantino? No. Valley? It, it, it's it's do you know what i wouldn't be surprised because the tarantino valley is a valley you enter as a 14 year old boy as well yes. um but this one give me some more give me some more mm, okay well i'll actually i'll rephrase uh one of my previous clues and just say that um the first rule of it is that you can't talk about it oh fight club Yes! What an absolute film! We did it! (laughs) it. Okay, that's the show, folks. That's the show. (laughs) Thanks a lot, right? Oh, Um, so Fight Club. Fight Club. I absolutely, I love Fight Club. Um, I actually only saw it 
I mean, I like obviously it's from the nineties. Uh, I'm a plastic nineties kid. Like I was technically born in the nineties, but I don't really remember any of it. Um, so like, I mean, it took me a while to actually sort of catch up on this film, and everybody knew, you know, knew about it. But I just suddenly got really, really excited when I found it because it's got chemistry, as in like you know, making bombs type chemistry, which is my favorite type. I'm I'm not a terrorist. I just really enjoy chemistry. Um, <laughs> Jack is not a terrorist. Sorry, go on. It's got cults, it's got political anarchy, it's got Brad Pitt in the 90s, which mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't know. It's it's just a really like I don't know. I, it was one of those films where I, I went into it not knowing the big twist, and like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna uh, like I mean, I will I will refrain from spoilers, despite it being a film that is what, like, thirty years old. I well, think you know what, right? Old, uh, but... I think I think that if the movie is before twenty ten, we can spoil it. Do it, okay? Do it. Well, We're, yeah. The spoilers, I've... spoilers, spoilers here. If you do want to spoil it, I think because again, it's like thirty thirty years ago. If you want, yeah, to. it's up to you. It's up to you. Well, in this, yeah, well, uh, do you know? In this case, I'll just say the big twist. I okay. didn't, I did not know that. Uh, go, going into the film, and so yeah. I, I, like, I was genuinely. It's one of those ones that everybody ruins for you before you've watched it. But I had, I had some fresh, uh, fresh eyes going into it. And it just it blew my mind, especially when it sort of goes back and sort of shows you because it has that little sort of, yeah. sort of almost like montage about how oh we were telling you the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> did you so did you like because uh, I'm actually I'm quite similar to you like I I watched it probably quite late you know for for again it's one of those ones where you knew about it in pop culture you know what I mean it, it was everywhere but um, I had never seen it before and then it was one of those ones where. You do watch it, and you're like, I see, I I see why every film student has a Pulp Fiction poster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it is just like, it's 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 such a like random idea, and it just works so well. And like, the, and again, the acting in it is just yeah. I, like, and the, uh, do you know what? Do you know what my favorite thing about it is? Bloody bloody meatloaf with tits, like just yes, just the the best for me. I, as soon as I saw that, <laughs> I was like, I'm sold. I'm I'm sold. I, I was genuinely. I, I remember when I was thinking of this film. I was like, I wonder how long it'll take for us to get to talking about meatloaf with tits. <laughs> <laughs> our, our famous section, meatloaf with tits. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a food one? Is it a music one? Is it film? Who you're knows? Have to watch but we're the movie. It. Yeah, you have to watch the movie to find out. You know. Um, <laughs> I, I also love that it, it also has that sort of requisite, like everybody who watched, or the vast majority of people who watch it, they're like, huh, this is a good film. And it's just because it's a good film. Yeah. But it kind of, you always go through that little requisite period of like just after it, trying to go and ask people, like, oh, I watched Fight Club recently. It's amazing. And people are like, oh, I know I haven't seen it. And you go, oh, no, but it's it's not actually yeah, yeah, yeah. like a boxing film. It's not like Rocky or whatever, <laughs> which is like in its own right good. But a lot of time you're telling yeah. people like that, like, no, 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 it's it's not what you think. Because I went through the longest period of thinking it was just like a boxing film. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Like, yeah. Some, I think some movies like have this thing where they become a victim of their own success in terms of like, again, you know, like you're saying, some people say to you like, Oh, you, I can't believe you've not seen X, Y, and Z. And it almost has that instinctual thing to you of like, well, I don't want to fucking see it now. Because like, yeah. it's a, <laughs> I, and I'm not going to lie, the, I was like that with him, <laughs> with Frozen. 
<laughs> because like, <laughs> now, now hear me out though, because like I was, I first watched it with like my niece, and you know everybody would mm. talk about it, and I was like, this movie is. I had the idea of like this is a really annoying Disney movie. This is crap. Yeah. And then I watched it, and I was like, this movie is actually very good and the music is incredible and it obviously became that victim of its own success and i think that's yeah. something that ends up happening with movies like pulp fiction probably movies that we're going to also talk about like yeah along this as well that you get so many people saying to you like oh i can't believe you've not seen pulp fiction and yeah i keep saying pulp fiction and that's not the movie that you're talking about and i apologize <laughs> um <laughs> you're you were talking about fight club you can see there's pulp fiction on the brain i apologize yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Is, is there perchance is there perchance a reason uh, why uh, Pulp Fiction is no, on the bridge? No, yet? no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you know what? I think I think that I think that's a huge shout, and it's. De- I mean, it's undoubtedly like you know you don't get. I feel like you don't get referenced in The Simpsons like a hundred times if it's not something that is just an absolute yeah. pop culture like, and every every comedy and everything that's happened. So yeah, um, no, yeah. Um, grant um any 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 more any more kind of thoughts on it interesting kind of facts about it or oh oh i do have a general fact about it actually okay drum roll for my general fact um love it love it and and i i can i can confirm this um i mean not completely i guess but there is a difference you know how in the film it's kind of goes through the whole sort of how to make nitroglycerin from soap thing and it's kind of just like yeah you do this you do this it's quite you know simplified and like don't tell the general public how to make nitroglycerin please uh in the book no such caution is taken oh boy do they just just give you like the formula (laughs) for it here's a recipe now i haven't confirmed this because i don't generally set out to uh, to make nitroglycerin and all that sort of thing but it seems pretty legit (laughs) (laughs) i never thought about that actually yeah that because there must be i imagine as well what there must be like um there must be regulations on movies in terms of like if they are showing how to make stuff because i mean again listen we live in the age of the internet where you can literally like you can find anything which is quite scary but like i i wonder if there is that sort of like restriction on movies where you know when they put restrictions on it and they're like you can't give this formula away for how to <laughs> yeah. make something that's explosive but then we're also in an age where you could probably find it as well yeah. which is on like a tiktok think- or something you know I think that also though, just within the context of Fight Club, which is very anti-establishment anarchist cult yeah. sort of thing, like my, I'm pretty sure there's a few folk out there who watched Fight Club and got like really obsessed with it. And like, yeah, hey. yeah, that's it's definitely, it's definitely got those kind of vibes about it, doesn't it? Um, right. So first on the list, then we've got uh, Fight Club, not Pulp Fiction, Fight Club. They are can different I take a guess movies. At what your, can I take a guess at what your uh, first film is going to be? You can, it, but it's not fiction. fiction. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've never seen it, mate. Never seen it. Don't even know what you're talking about. All right. So um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your lead, and I'm gonna try. I think you'll get this pretty quickly, right? Um, this movie, so this is my like first one of mine, was the first entirely computer-generated animated feature. <laughs> yes you've got a friend in me jack this mate, is mate. <laughs> you're, you're you're all right you've you've got a mutual respect in me for sure yes it is the one and only toy story 
And Absolutely you class. know, I, I think it's 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 one of my earliest memories. Like in terms of like sitting and actually watching something, I just I don't remember a time when I didn't know it. I mean, to be fair, right? I was born in nineteen ninety four and it came out in nineteen ninety five. So that's not really that big a fact. But <laughs> I just it just always has been in like my like zeitgeist. You know what I mean? And it's just always like everything about it was just I just loved it. Like and I uh, like I mean for one thing and again I I think that ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and all that is just absolute shit like it's you know what I mean it doesn't really matter but one of the only movies to get 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes nice um and again like I said the first entirely computer generated animated feature which you know I think we obviously take for granted now like you know they they're absolutely just spunking out these movies left right and center you know what I mean like people can make them in their like their their homes whereas back then for them to do that just the whole way through and and for it to look obviously you know you go back and look at it now and there's a little bit jankiness but there's also you look at it and you're like that does look i think for the toys in particular i was like that looks great like i wasn't sitting there when i was like 10 being like this is real life <laughs> but yeah. you know um and i think you know not only is the story just I don't know, just great. I think, you know, you've obviously got, like, incredible voice acting in there. You've got big, you've got big home tanks and uh, Tim Allen, you know, vibing. Um, I do have a bit of a controversial opinion, though, but I want to get, what do you, what do you, what do you think about Toy Story first? What's your kind of thoughts and feelings? How do you feel about it? I've got to say, that's our first snap, because Toy Story's Ooh! on my list, too. Ding, 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 ding. Oh! I'll, get, I'll get a sound effect. I'll edit a sound effect in here. Yes. Like a... Burr, 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 burr. Yep. <laughs> so what I am just going to very quickly do is just a point at one of my first backups, because, you know, Seven seven wasn't enough yet. The night is full of good films. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. Um, yes, love Toy Story. Totally, like, one of my, like, childhood films as well. Um... My sister uh, was also born in 1994, so she was right around that sort of right time. And then uh, Toy Story 2 was in the 90s as well, which actually uh, also surprised me. But oh, yeah, so just was. as I was uh, also becoming a great movie. sentient. Yes, but I think I think Toy Story as well, just because it booted everything like that to go. Like one, uh, Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, um, and then <laughs> I didn't like four. That's my controversial opinion. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wasn't a fan of it either. I was a fan, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Just it, yeah, it, no, it, it, it changed cinema as well. Like I mean, like you say, it was the first fully animated film, mm-hmm. and then everybody was like, "Hmm," starting to write notes and all that sort of thing. Like, and it, it spawned a lot of stuff. It, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Pixar and uh, and DreamWorks also briefly had a battle, and uh, DreamWorks. I love DreamWorks because they're very good at just sort of making films that are really, really good and then making about 14 sequels that are really bad. But like, uh, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a yeah. good sort of a vibe as Toy Story. That's a very good choice. Very strong choice. Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 like I said, I, I was, I'd have been surprised if it wasn't on there for you just because, again, I, I mean, and I, I have like, um, I don't know, again, sorry, that's going to be a shameful plug. I do a series on my YouTube channel, which is Toys from My Childhood. Um, yep, a grown 26-year-old man looking at toys. And I have like an I have like an original Buzz Lightyear and a Woody doll that we got when we were in Florida when I was like a baby. And um I think back then it was like it was like gold dust trying to get them because it was like and um my mum like brought him out from the attic and Woody was in there and I was like, 
man, that must have been a, you know, I mean, he was up there for about 15 years. Like, I just wonder, like, what was, if he's, because obviously he he exists. For all the children listening, he is real and he exists. He's like Santa or, um, I don't know, the Grinch or something like that. Um, and uh, <laughs> I just, I sat and looked at him and I was like, I wonder what's been going through his head being up there for so long. But um, yeah, so, right, my controversial opinion, though. Right? Oh, yeah, desperate to hear it. Let's go, let's go. This, this is where we could lose a million listeners in one like you know 20 second period right woody and this isn't a pun woody is a dick <laughs> i mean come on you must have meant that a little bit you see he is he is that a little bit. he is not a good dude and oh yeah because, he's a because, shit boy like like so you know he obviously he, he he's walking about uh, you know obviously cock of the walk sitting there like bloody how you doing partner i run this show and then obviously you know buzz lightyear comes in and i get you know he's got the kind of macho like my i'm 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 very threatened here this is my turf sort of thing and you know and i get that but when buzz lightyear comes in right he's obviously you know threatening to maybe be a bit more interesting than woody but he's not threatening to like murder him he's not threatening to like <laughs> yeah ruin his life and i get that he's like oh andy's playing with buzz Lightyear a lot more than me and that's obviously a big thing in the toy's life but woody retaliates by like trying to like murder him and getting rid of him like woody is like a psychopath and he should not be it's like again i, I don't know if you've watched the walking dead before like there's a, a moment where rick um who's the the the, the big greasy lead guy he like he's kind of like <laughs> his arch is very like woody actually because he's seen all his heroic and then he just gets mm-hmm. power hungry and he's like this isn't a democracy anymore um yeah and yeah <laughs> like so that. I, I don't i don't know i don't know how you feel about that but that for me i i have some trivia um, um, um <laughs> related to that oh, very fancy right um I'm actually, I, I, your controversial opinion is absolutely spot on from my memory. Now, I haven't got this written down somewhere. This is like someone from the, the, the cavernous depths of my juicy brain. Um, but like, <laughs> but um, I actually think that originally, Woody was supposed to be the main antagonist of the film. He was supposed to be like a complete oh. bastard air guy. And like some of that has lived on hey. and like, you know, stuff like him chucking Buzz out the window and all that sort of thing. That's from like the sort of original drafts of him being absolutely terrible. And you can see it with oh. some of the sort of uh, animatics of it, like the very early animatics where it's just little drawings of them and there's a, like a little bit of voice over it. And like Woody's terrible in it, like actively, like they don't even try and mm. make him a, a protagonist. Like he is just a bad guy um in it and i can't remember exactly what the 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 plot points were in that version of it but i think that was the original version so you're spot on with that sort of analysis of woody being a dickhead because he is a dickhead yeah and it's not like and he's also i I, from what i remember he's a bit of a dick in the second one as well we have our first um we have our first you know tyler which is grand as long as again at the end if we have less than 10 between us we would have to go to some like backup ones. <laughs> By the moment, we're still looking at you. So, right, I'll pass it back over to you. What is your What's your next? All right. Um. Hmm. Ah. Okay. So, how about? I know this film to be like mega long. Mm-hmm. 
I think. I think it's mega long. Um, but like, you know, I love it. Uh, it's it's inspired by a book, super super short. Uh, but in terms of like how much time it takes place over, it's like way long, especially for one character. Uh, doesn't have that much change in terms of scenery, but despite all this, generally regarded as one of the greatest films of all time. Um, it's it's Is a it's it... a big big hair. The the Godfather? No. Ooh, no, 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 not that. Although that, <laughs> no, that, that is actually, like... I think that is actually considered to be just the best film of all time. But this is one yeah, of um... this is like a, a, a delightfully ginger Irish man in the book Ooh. was replaced in the film with Morgan Freeman. And I oh, bloody him. the Shawshank Redemption! Gotta be the Shawshank Redemption. And we what we a... have we have collabed once again because that is also <laughs> one of my again. You know what? Coming into this, I'll say that if both of us had come into this without seeing the Shawshank Redemption, I think we would have had to like rethink. But yeah, sorry. On after after you after you. Just I mean, totally fantastic film. I mean, I mean, there's a reason it's oh. one of the most uh, like you know one of the most acclaimed films of all time. So what? Well, uh, Tim oh. Robinson and Morgan Freeman sitting in prison for multitudes of years. It's got like big escape plan, almost like um, it's sort of reminiscent of like Alcatraz and all that sort of thing. Like it's not like an yeah, Alcatraz yeah, yeah. film, but it's got that same sort of vibe with the, with the way it's escaped. I mean, it doesn't have to like claim, you know, it doesn't have to get lost in like the, where is it, San Francisco Bay or whatever, but like, you know, he, he gets out. It's just, it's just good. I think, I think it's one of those films that's really, really, yeah. it's really, really like one of those genres of films that's really, really hard to nail. Like, I mean, how do you make being in prison interesting? You either, you either make it, you either make the Shawshank Redemption, or I guess another thing that's done that really successfully is Orange Is the New Black. But like, took in a completely different direction, but yeah. also was super successful for it. Um, but I, oh, I don't know. There's just, it's just one of those films that you watch kind of once every. Good few years, I don't know. Yeah, you watch it once every good few years, usually when you're ill. Um, and you just you watch it, and after you're kind of just like sitting staring at the wall for 10 minutes, like, yeah, man, you you watch it and you're like, you remember, you're like, this, this is one of the greatest movies of all time. Like, it's just exactly like you're saying, like, that genre, it's it's like that's very hard to write for and to make it interesting. And yeah, because it's, it's a long movie. And like you're saying, yeah, in terms of the setting, you know, set over a long period of time. And I feel like the way it's paced is superb. Even though it's really long, you're con- you're, you keep on going for it. And the characterization as well is just like... The characterization, I can't, I can't remember the name of them, uh, but how much do you end up hating the like main sort of prison guard guy? Like, the main oh, guard guy. oh, he I is hate him oh. so much. You just want, you just want to batter him, but he'd kill you. But like, you know. Oh yeah, then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> he would absolutely wreck you. But like, yeah, like, I, know I would want to beat him up yeah. if he was tied to a chair and I had like a sledgehammer. Like yeah, that's the yeah, only yeah, way yeah. I could or win we that could, fight. Like, <laughs> like, if the maybe. I feel like maybe even if the both of us, but then even then, I think he's he's got yeah. He's got I think you could two v one on. He's he's got a bat on. Yeah, yeah. Absolute <laughs> yeah. lack of fucks. Two v one on Rust. Like he's 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 just yeah. kind of like I <laughs> will yeah. I will like not hesitate to kill you. Like he, he will just he has no holds to it. Like <laughs> I think it's just one of these films that has such a perfect sort of sense of 
catharsis. Like I, I think I think like I mean obviously mm. when he escapes, huge amount of catharsis there. But even stuff like like um like when they're retarring the roof and they've just finished it and Andy manages to to convince oh. the guards to get them all a beer and oh. they're all just sitting and it's that sort of moment. And, oh, I love that. I think someone actually once said that that was like reminiscent of like uh like the last supper because Andy is you know he's he's um sort of uh is almost like an allegory to jesus in a lot of ways and i personally don't see that but you know film analysis so i I feel like i feel like there's there's people that seem to get the last supper into every single bit of like there will be a last supper like like connotation with um fight club some you know i mean there'll be but i totally get like that scene um on top and i was just i was literally about to say just say it like that scene when they're sitting there and the sun's going down and they have beers that just look like the tastiest, most refreshing <laughs> they, they them like tastier. Like uh, they probably taste like shit. Like they're probably like you know what I mean. <laughs> you know like, you know how they use all sorts of film magic to make stuff look a certain mm-hmm. way in a film. Um, yeah. Was it, it was um like I wonder what they actually do to do that because like i mean i'm sure those beers yeah. weren't naturally that ridiculously frosty like i used no, to like just working like i remember it was snowing one time they got those things that were like signal flares almost and they lit it and they just started shaking it and it was just like thick heavy snow and i was like ah. this is the coolest thing ever i want one of them yeah yeah i wonder how they because i get i think i mean obviously the scene is bigger than like i may i'm really like <laughs> cavemanifying this i've been like those did you see those beers like they were but I think everything, every, everything about that. No, you're right. Everything about that scene, just the way it's blocked. The mm. you know, there's not even that much like dialogue in it either. There's obviously the monologue, but like, and even the the big bastard, like, um, what you call it? A big bastard, um, prison guard. Even he's like Aye. had a bit of a sort, even though he's still a dick, and. It just really summed up that kind of, I don't know, because the, the whole movie, obviously, there's that that overwhelming feeling of, like, hope. That's what, you know, that they, they're trying to, like, you know, that hope of perseverance and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just, because it is, it's, there's movie, there's parts in the movie that are quite difficult to, like, watch and see. And I don't know if you, I, I get very uncomfortable seeing people get, like, beat up in movies. Like, not, like, see if it's, like, a Marvel movie and it's just, like, bloody four, like, smacking, like, a robot about or something. That, yeah. That's fine. Cause it's, but when it's, like, very visceral and it's, like, Andy Dufresne's getting, like, beat up by, like, that, like, kind of gang, it really, like, mm. I find it really hard to watch. I think because it's it's not, like, you know, it's, it's not, like, this science fiction movie. It's, like, a real thing and I find it quite hard to watch. So I think having yeah, that... Yeah, that, that shit happens sometimes. You know? That in the middle kind of is like it makes you like oh okay things are getting a bit better and then he probably gets like beat up or something again but um and then that scene where he's like in the water after he's escaped and just the, again i think the acting in that is some of the greatest like it, you you feel like tim you, you look at tim robbins and you're like i feel like he has literally just climbed through like a mile of shit because he just looked so relieved to be out of it. Like, it's incredible. <laughs> well, to be fair, if he's so relieved, he could maybe be the jobby going through the intestines that way. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the thing is, as well, also, the one thing I do love about that scene, I do kind of, like, I love it. Like, like you know, cinematically, fantastic. But see, something one thing kind of, like, made me go, oh, about that is, 
if I escaped prison, right, and I've just climbed through literally a mile of shit, and then I fall into a pool of shit, and it's raining, like, thunderstorm, and I'm also, like, I can see the prison in the background. If I just kind of stand with my arms yeah. wide open looking up, I'm kind of like... Yeah, you're running. That's cool. Yeah, I'm running, but also, like, what's he doing? <laughs> Is he just kind of standing there going, <gasps> Yeah. But then I suppose, yeah, I just wafted it in. But then I think it it's probably also that moment of, like, because you don't really know what you would do in that moment. It's like those moments of, like, what would you do in the moment if you, like, I don't know, like... Uh, you scored like the winning goal in the f- the World Cup or something. You know what I mean? It's like you don't <laughs> know what your brain's doing. Standing in like a heap of shit, just like <laughs> yeah. Gary Lineker style, man. Like. Yeah, no, um, but it's 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 like it's undeniably, it's undeniably and undoubtedly one of the greatest movies of all time. It's one that when anyone asks, if someone asks you what's the greatest movie of all time. It's one that just instantly comes to mind. So I'm glad. I'm glad that we we're on the same board as um, the same. And also something that interests me about that. So that had a hard time in its um, release because it came out in the same year as Forrest Gump and another movie called Pulp Fiction. I don't even heard of it. Um, oh, <laughs> so it actually was like it bombed at like the box office because it was just. And then obviously it then grew this just, you know. <laughs> That is that is one of the few facts I did actually research. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so you tell me that. You know, you know how like when you when you're like you've done an exam and you're like and it's an exam, you're just like I should have done a bit more for this, and then you get that one question, and you're like, oh, I know this one, I know this one, and you're just like buzzing at it. That's that sort of same energy I had there. <laughs> and then I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> but no, like. Uh, Yes, so I'm glad. I'm glad we are in comparison with that. So again, I think we're probably going to have a few more that are combining. So we've got we've got three on the board so far. So we've got Toy Story, we've got Fight Club, we've got Shawshank Redemption. Right, I'm gonna. Go, oh, that sound! Beautiful sound! Beautiful oh, yeah. sound! Um, okay, so my second one, and this is maybe at first I thought is this nostalgia, but then I went and watched it, and I was like, this is great. So. Um, that's right. Let's see if I can give you any clues to get it. Um, oh, see, I'm not as good at thinking up as thinking up clues as you. Um, right. In terms of, in terms of actors, right. We're talking. We're talking. We're talking. Big, big Brendan Fraser. Okay, big boy Brendan Fraser. Oh, <laughs> is it, talking... are we already in? Are we already? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've got. We're, I've we're got talking... a little. A little thread. Okay. We're talking. We're talking Rachel Vice. All right. We're 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 talking. Um. You know. We're we're talking deserts. We're talking curses. Mm-hmm. We're talking scare talk- beetles. We talking we are. sequels with really plastic you, CGI. The rocks. You listen. <laughs> you know. You know where we're going. We are talking <laughs> the original, the first, the mummy. Yeah. Right? Now. I know that for some people, they'll be like, how on earth can you be piling this in with, you know, a top 10 when we're talking about, you know, Shawshank Redemption and Fight Club. But hear me, hear me out on this one. So it came out in 99, so it just, it just made the, like, the grade. This uh-huh. movie, like, was just, like, so, like, fun. And that's honestly, like, yeah. I know that doesn't sound like a very... Easy. 
it was watching it when I was younger and even watching it now, I was like, this this is an absolute bloody hoot and a half. Like I was like, this is just the <laughs> the the I think first and foremost, like the chemistry between Brendan Fraser and Rachel Vice is great. Like they just yeah. they actually look like two people who generally fall in love and actually like each other not just like two actors that are going on and you know getting paid for a job um Uh i think even the first one obviously not the second one but the first one cgi wise actually still kind of holds up like there's some obviously there's some stuff that's a bit janky but like you know the stuff like where the scarab beetle is like underneath the skin that yeah. is yeah oh that i remember actually that just gives me such a visceral it's been years <laughs> it's been many 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 years since i've watched that film like i, I was i was sub 15 um oh. and so yeah so it's been absolutely years since i've seen it but every time that i like i'm just like oh yeah the mummy that was a good film and then somebody just says the scarab beetle thing and i just yeah. see this wee blob a wee mouse of skin that's like <laughs> oh i hate that man I think that they managed to get that delicate balance between... Obviously, it was meant to be for, for kids, but mm. there's also those elements of like... Because I was scared watching it as a kid. I was like, yeah. that's scary shit. I don't want to be involved with that. But I also wanted to be involved with it because I was like, this is very entertaining and I'm enjoying yeah. what's going on. But it was... I would say it was a few steps away from end up you know, being made into like... Uh, I don't know what the ratings were back then, like a PG-13 or whatever, you know, because I think it was obviously a little bit bloodless because it had to be, because again, to make it a PG, but like, there was obviously some scenes in it that were just absolutely like, like Emotep when he first kind of comes out and he's all just like bony and, you know, and when he, I'm pretty sure it's the first one where he like rips the guy's eyes out and uses his eyes and then you see him without his eyes and you're like, oh yeah, this is a kid's movie. Um, (laughs) And a couple, of, a couple of things that I thought... So, firstly, right, this movie, uh, they didn't expect it to be a hit, right? They were just kind of like... That was at the time when I think it's Warner Brothers who made it. They were like, listen, just go do whatever you want. Just throw money at it. It might do well. And it it was such a big hit that on, like, the first day of its release, because it was so popular, they commissioned the second movie. Like, they literally... They didn't have any plans for the second movie, and then when they saw, like, after the first day, like how many people went to see it and how loved they were like we need another one like right like right now like yeah we need another one yesterday you know what i mean um and another thing that (laughs) i noticed when i was watching it right so obviously rick o'connell who i think is the right balance of cool clever and dumb right it's the lovely (laughs) i don't know but it's perfect i think it's the right balance that you don't hate them you don't love them you're, you're rooting for him, you know? And you're just like, yeah, I quite like this guy. I quite like this guy. But at the start of the movie, he is about to get hanged in prison. And it's not really alluded to what he did, right? So my worry is, I've always wondered, what was yeah. it that he did to end, obviously end up in that prison and that he was going to get hanged? Like, what did what did he do? Did he, like, did he murder someone? Did he, you know, did he walk on the wrong side of the road? Like, did he, what, what did I he? I bet he walk, was like, what did I, he do? I bet it was like, absolutely like, see, just, I like, just for my head canon here, I kind of want to believe he was an absolutely despicable 
despicable serial killer. Like, ab- <laughs> absolutely. Like, we're, we're not talking like it was maybe like a questionable self-defense murder. No, we're talking like 15 people completely, yeah, like 15 people like completely mutilated. Their organs were turned into streamers. He's got the hoods in the fridge. Like, that, like we're talking proper, like Ted Bundy level complete psychopath. And do you know what? That actually adds like a little flavor to it. I think, yeah, it's like, yeah. And I think that's why, you know, Rachel Vice has got the whole like, oh, you're mysterious. Like, I, I like that. <laughs> I, I like sure that am. People, whether I know, whether, whether, whether I know if they've murdered. And also, again, sorry, last fact about it. In the scene where he gets hanged, he actually, there was, so he actually got hanged, like in that scene by accident. And he suffered like he suffered like a major injury in his back that has he had to go and get like multiple surgeries and he was choked for like he was because normally they would do the thing where they've got like a harness on the back I think for like it like snapped so he was actually getting hanged and because again they were like oh wow he's doing really good acting here (laughs) (laughs) and he genuinely and that and that's generally true and he's talked about it how like he suffered so many injuries doing that and that like like, see just from a health and safety perspective like i know you've got the harness and stuff like that but like why would you actually attach the rope at the top like would you just sort of leave it like a little loose hang or like you know yeah make it look like it's attached it's like a little bit of just a little bit of danger, a little bit of spice, yeah. you know? but like, right, yeah. yeah, so, but that's, you know, so <laughs> just, a, just a little bit of danger and he's sitting there and like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like really, really horny and just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a different list altogether, but like, yeah, so for me, the mummy's in there just because I think it encapsulates that kind of silly, you know, action-filled funny movie that i don't think they've ever quite recaptured like i think it was the closest thing that they had had to like an indiana jones since you know like indiana jones when it was good you know what i mean like that sort of fun adventure and then obviously it went downhill but i just thought that was a very fun movie and i was like that is that's great and i love big serial murderer rick o'connell you know yeah love him um <laughs> all right so um moving on what is your what what have you got next on the list what are we what are we talking um uh, with this one jack i will simply um present to you a reading an excerpt Um, uh, (laughs) i'm gonna read a psalm now Um, yes (laughs) getting jesus in here Um, i'm just i'm just i'm just gonna um feed you a little um a little, a little bit of it. I'm not going to be able to perform it as well as the actor did, but I hope you know it comes from the heart, okay? Yeah, yeah, I believe you. It's shite being Scottish! We're the lowest of the law! <laughs> yes! The scum of the fucking yes! air! The most wretched, miserable, servile, <laughs> pathetic trash that we chat into civilization. Some people hate the English, I don't, they're just wankers! We, on the other hand, are colonized by wankers! We can't even find a decent culture to be colonized by! We're ruled by the effet assholes! It's a shite state of affairs to be in, Tommy, and all the fresh air in the world wouldn't make any fucking difference! Have you got any guesses? <laughs> give, give this man, give this man an Oscar right fucking now. Um, well, I mean, that, it's, it's, quite, it's quite obviously Pulp Fiction. Um, you know, um, no, 
train train spotting, which is what I have as well. I also have train spotting on mine. We're going um, to have a total of seven think, films. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. But I also, you know, and I would like to point out, there's sure, you know, there's obviously that there might be that bias that we're both Scottish, but it's an incredible movie. It is. It is an absolutely fantastic movie. In fact, I believe it was uh, voted one of the... In one vote, it was voted the best British film of all time. And uh, in other times, they were, uh, it, was, it, was voted, um, <laughs> it was voted amongst the best British films of all time. Um, and, you know, fair enough. Interesting wording, but um, I, I like it. Uh, it proves a point. Um, and, like... It's brilliant. I think also one of the things that I actually I remember watching that quote the other day because it really does resonate deep in my bones. Um, and like one yeah. of the first comments about it, in fact, I say one of the first, all of the comments are all talking about how what's happened to Obi Wan Kenobi, man, and which I really, really that's respect. what I've written down. <laughs> <laughs> I've got written that down, man. I've literally written. I've I've written down. Um, Obi Wan did really well to turn his life around. You know, what I mean, that was one of my notes that I had down. Like. <laughs> that was him as a Padawan when he just had a bit too much. Like he was not really a good youngling. Um, but I mean, it's a brilliant film. I think it's. I think it's one of those. I think it's. I, I really enjoy films that are not scared to just be completely and utterly depressing. I love that. Like, yes. uh, like also in a in a yeah. sort of funny way. But like, I mean, it's it's. I mean, the thing that I think is so incredible about it is the fact that there's. A, I mean, so many fil- like the one of the main sort th- sort of uh, qualities of a protagonist in a film is that you've got to relate to them. And for most people, it's fairly hard to relate to somebody who to like who's addicted to heroin. You know, it, that's a difficult thing to do um, mm-hmm. because generally people aren't addicted to heroin and like but but it's it's something that you can like you do just relate to renton on on such a massive level and everything's mm. performed so well i love begbie despite me also thinking that wow if he was a real actual person man he's just the worst guy um and yeah oh, man it's, it's 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 brilliant it's just one of these films that one of the things that i really like about it as well is it's kind of one of these films where <clears throat> like most films you watch it, it has uh, like you know, a story, story, start to finish, and obviously, Train Spotting does as well. But it kind of feels like you're just getting a wee snapshot of their lives, which I really, really like. I think there's yes. just something. There's something so like it, it. It it's obviously not a documentary. It doesn't feel like a documentary, but it feels like real people, you know. Mm. And I, I really, really yeah. like that. Yeah, it's just it's terrific like it's and i think you know it's i mean obviously it's it's kind of based off um who is it that wrote it was it Irvin welsh is it like his kind of books is it yes but um it's it's i think when i was going to make my notes about it i was exactly what you said there i think it's not afraid to go into just some really dark really deep places and it's looking at stuff that what the, it was happening you know what i mean and it was it was shedding light on you know obviously there's it's 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 obviously got the dark comedic tone but it has those seriously dark undertones in it and it was shedding that look on you know the life of someone who is addicted to heroin and obviously showing the different obviously there's also different the different people that it follows and yeah. it, it was guess- Oh, sorry, sorry, no, on you go. You. No, 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 you go. I was, 
I was just gonna add like also just the the sort of different emotional sort of state she would be in with that because mm. obviously I don't, yeah. I don't think anybody who's addicted to anything is super happy about it but like mm. also yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's an addiction to heroin he's got like heroin and so whenever he's talking yeah. about it there's just that sort of like oh it's like this it's like you know take take uh, what was i can't remember the exact quote but something like take the best orgasm you've ever had and multiply it by a thousand and you're still not there sort of yeah. thing and it's just kind of like yeah it's almost like huh Sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah, yeah, also, I know it, was... it does a good it does a good job at making you go, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to try it though, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's yeah. It's not like you know. It's not like a movie that's like uh like an advertisement for going doing heroin, but it, it really does. It takes you through everything that comes with that sort of lifestyle and you know especially i mean there's obviously there's scenes in it that are very difficult to watch and might be a bit triggering and stuff like that but yeah one of the most surreal things one of the most surreal things i've done to do to do with film is that like i said i used to do a bunch of extras work and um one of the ones i did in fact the very first one i did was uh train spotting 2 i remember um, that in the nightclub yeah, 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 it was, it yeah, was yeah, the nightclub yeah. I was in, um, and so <laughs> it was funny because I, I met both Hugh McGregor and Bobby Carlyle at that point, uh, and it was cool. Uh, like the whole the whole experience was cool, like start to finish. But like it was so jarring, like seeing not just Bobby Carlyle but him in character as Begbie, and then like you know, yeah, he'd be like, "All right, man, you're uh, are you okay?" Like I think I, I think I was like coughing a bunch. He's like, "Oh, do you want me to get something?" And all that sort of thing, and I was just like. Huh? <laughs> shouldn't you be like yeah, yeah. shouldn't you be like converting my face to lasagna or something like that like yeah yeah um, <laughs> but uh, yeah no, it's, oh it's that's just, cool so you're wild. so you know we've, we've yeah i i i remember that call for extras because i and i remember like my um person i've seen at the time went and did it as well um uh but yeah it's 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 just it's just brilliant and it's also it's a, a like it's a movie that is considered like because i i was always i was always wondering like outside of the uk like how is that veered is it like you know seen better and when I, I was like living in canada and america you know i'm a very i'm a very well-traveled man um and they all heard of it and they loved it and it was like so this is obviously something that and you know i think when you watch it as someone who's scottish there's also again like the thing that you just like the 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 um the scene that you rattled off at the start beautifully, I might add. <laughs> the amount of times I see that cropping up every couple of years when Scotland just gets shafted by... Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Every time we play football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't want, to, don't want to get too political here, but when we get just shafted in every sense, well, and that, <laughs> it, it's almost like... It's almost like that is a perfect scripture for just, like... I see it. Someone will post the video, and it'll be the is caption it? of like when Scotland get like when Scotland get knocked out the Euros, or like yeah. when Scotland get ripped out of the EU, or like you know something like that. And then it's like I yeah. should be a Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's brilliant. I think also that should be just the Scotsman's Lord's Prayer. You know, I think yes, that's yeah, 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 just, yeah uh, sure. I think I don't think I've ever known anyone who doesn't like if like you know if they're watching it for the first time or just know the quote, they're just kind of like. Yeah, no, nah, there's not a there's not a not a thing I have a problem with in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Nah. I love it. I mean, that's again. I'm glad that that was in there, and that's another one. So now on the board we have five. Um, comparatively, so <laughs> fingers crossed we get another five. Um, but uh, um, right. So my next one I'm going to go for um, this, in my opinion, is 
and again, this this might be uh, a bit controversial saying it. This is for me the greatest gangster movie of all time, all time. And I'm not I'm not really that into gangster movies. I think because there was just so many made, and it was all just all the bloody same thing happening over and over again. It's like I've seen Robert De Niro in about twenty movies, but this was for me when I watched it. I was like, this is this is you know this is the, one of the greatest movies and the greatest gangster movie of all time. Am I right? Okay, so confession, regardless of which it is, I haven't seen it. I have, I, okay. I've not even seen The Godfather. I have not seen many gang films. Wow. But, um, am I, am I right in saying Goodfellas? You are ding, 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 ding. You are correct, yes. sir. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I would I honestly say, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I only watched Goodfellas for the first time like two years ago. All like, right, okay. it's one. It's I think it's very similar to what we were talking about with Fight Club. It's one of those ones where everybody's like, "You've got to watch Goodfellas. You've got to watch, watch this." Yeah. But Jack, I'm going to tell you something right now. All right, I'm okay, going to get. Close, with it. I'm going to get close to the camera. Right, you need to watch Goodfellas. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I. Because I was I was a bit intimidated beforehand, like oh my god, this is like such a long movie, and there's so much yeah. in it. This, it's incredible. It's just, it, I'm, is, and again, it, I, is it is it good, fella? <laughs> Sorry, I'll let you continue. <laughs> uh, uh, it's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend like I had. I, like you know what? <laughs> you can try and shame me. Yeah, you Are can you try and shame me into not liking that joke. But I am extremely <laughs> proud of myself. Like I can just hear the people switching this off right now and just being. Like, this, <laughs> I've, just, was, I've sabotaged like, your entire career. <laughs> well, that's, it's like you know, like just. All of my sponsorships, all the millions of TikTok pounds I'm making, all my cryptocurrency just gone. Um, but um, no, so Goodfellas, listen, I would sit and describe the plot to you, but it is so long that I don't think I could. But what I will say is that, I mean, in terms of looking at my notes, right? Again, greatest gangster movie of all time the characters within it are just so compelling and it's just so exciting yeah. and it is it's got everything in it it's obviously got like the action it's got sadness it's just got i don't know it's and it's that way again it's kind of similar to train spotting the way of like you're at the start kind of rooting for this character who yeah. is inherently not a good person um obviously you know then uh, um being like an addict doesn't make you a bad person it's not mm. that sense but the stuff that he does in Goodfellas, he's a bad person. Like yeah. he has instead, you know, he is not a good guy. Yeah. But you still, even when it gets near the end, you're still hold on to it. And it's again, the writing and like the acting in it um is just phenomenal. And you've got obviously got all the big boys in it. You've got bloody um you've got De Niro in it. You've got I've even got a note saying big big bad Joe Pesci. Pesci? Oh like, yes. He is just I, I, He's so he's so fucking good. Like, and in that, he's just there's there's one scene that I think, um, and you've probably seen it. There's like a meme of 
um it's like the guy laughing like hysterically and they're all in suits and it's like a big meme and it's from goodfellas and in that scene joe pesci is like um he's like telling this joke and everybody's laughing at it right and then joe pesci turns to the main character and he's like what's so funny and joe pesci's like oh no 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 the character says to joe pesci like oh you're so funny and joe pesci turns to him and is like what funny like a clown like what, what do you what do you mean what do you mean i'm funny and then the guy's like, oh, no, 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 I just mean you're really funny. And he's like, what do you mean I'm funny? Am I a clown? Am I a fucking joke to you? And he just gets, like, so scary. And you can see the guy's face, like, holy fuck. And then Joe Pesci <laughs> starts like, laughing. And that scene is just so fucking incredible because Joe Pesci, you genuinely are just like, this guy is like, he could just turn around and just, like, batter you. Like, just knife you in the face. And it was... I've got such an appreciation for people I see in films, not so much in real life because I'm deeply intimidated by them. Yeah. But, but like people in films who I look at and I could go, they could snap me in half. Yeah, yeah. They could and just kill yeah. me as if it's and nothing. He, and he's like, he's a small guy. I mean, again, like nothing to do with like heights, but he is, you know, he's like, he's a smaller guy, but he is so, in- and I watched, um, I watched, again, I go down, youtube rabbit holes at like 11 o'clock at night when i should be sleeping and i was watching a video where this like former mob guy was rating like gangster movies and mob movies and he was talking about joe pesci and he was saying like joe pesci is the greatest um he's the greatest and greatest example of what mob guys are really like and he was also saying i think joe pesci when he was younger was must have been involved in this somehow because you don't get that good at like acting it if you weren't like and he did grow up in that sort of like time in those areas um which i think is probably extremely high praise and i'm it's so funny you're sitting there thinking like has joe pesci killed someone <laughs> like <laughs> i think he's he's probably seen shit you know but um, yeah it's incredible movie love it big bad joe pesci and I, I, they've tried to replicate i think they've tried to replicate goodfellas particularly if there was one that came on netflix called the irishman a few years ago yeah it was like fucking seven hours long heap of shit just trying to <laughs> replicate you know and listen i might have just thrown out our like netflix sponsorship but you know what i don't care <laughs> until they give me my own you know show and they pay me and then i'll say good things about them all the time um but yeah so good fellas and again you know so i think that's the first one we came to where one of us hasn't seen it yes um, which um, is what's cool I... it might be a bit of convincing for me to you know try and get it into the top 10 so mm. i've got some backup stuff on it but yes so that is good oh, yeah that's 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 an interesting one because if I have to use my veto, so far that would be. And you're gonna veto big. To... You're gonna veto big bad Joe Pesci. He's gonna come round oh, your house, gonna, mate. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna come round your fucking house. <laughs> Kicks through the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is your what what what's the next one you got? Throw it at us. Uh right. Okay. So I am going what we would call balls deep into just straight up action here Love it. uh like not quite 80s action because fun fact this film was released in the 90s um <laughs> but, <laughs> i'm getting really descriptive about them now aren't I? Um, <laughs> great um, great but, um we, we've got uh i guess like the internet's newly adopted dad um running around uh answering phone calls and hacking shit until somebody's like hey mate here's an existential crisis and then he gets really fucking good at kung fu are we are we in die hard territory we are not in die hard territory holy shit Ooh. okay so it's not 
It's not dire. So, so the internet's he's, he's, dad has an ex. Well, he gets introduced to an existential crisis, but it's a hell of an existential crisis uh, because it's real. And then he gets really good at kung fu. In fact, he gets really good at kung fu instantly. And he looks up and he goes, "I know kung fu." <laughs> does he actually say that? He does. He does. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, holy shit! I'm blanking. I'm blanking Keanu on Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, bloody, bloody, bloody. Oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 Point break? No. No, uh, The Matrix. The bloody <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> the bloody Matrix. How did I not get that? I'm, wait, I'm sorry, right. Before you, before you start, I'm going to have mm-hmm. to tell you something. And I, I want okay. you to be, I want you to be sitting and I want you to be ready. Okay. For what okay. I'm about to say, all right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't even really say it. I have never seen The Matrix. You know what? <laughs> just get the fuck out of my face. Let's as go. Much as, it, as much as it does make me want to just kind of take over the podcast and kick you out. <laughs> um, it also kind of serves me right for not having seen Goodfellas. So this is good. Yeah, yeah. This it is, evens it out. It evens it, it out. Evens, we're, we're leveling yeah. the playing grounds. Um, I, now it's my turn to get, I guess, close to both what? the mic and the camera. Although, yeah. just uh, dear watcher, if you're watching, I <laughs> have a really precariously balanced VR headset as my camera. So <laughs> you got to watch The Matrix, Jack. I'm sure the wide angleness of that really, really was just delightful to your face. <laughs> Oh God! I'm I should not also get this back to normal. Okay. I should right, also right, okay. I should also say I'm going to point out to the listeners because we did like acknowledge at the start. That's the reason that Jack's camera has two like lenses on it because it's like a VR set, so it's got. Like, I so get... you can you can watch this in like two and a half D because yeah, I'm exactly. in three D, but you're in two D. So we've exactly. got kind of like. We've got a. We, you can be sitting two feet away from me watching Jack on a screen, and I've got to say, based on how the fact that it was twenty-seven degrees today where I am, you don't want to be sitting two feet away from me. No, it ain't good. No. <laughs> it's not no. fun. Um, no. But yes. Any, uh, anyway, the Matrix. Uh, Jack, you haven't seen it. Well, the the existential crisis uh, that he did have uh, did have, uh, of course, turned out to be real because you know, spoiler alert. Uh, for you as well, Jack. But come on, this film is twenty-two years. I feel old. like I, I feel like I know He's... I know everything about it without seeing it. You know, one of those movies where you yes. can know as much as you can about just yeah. through every, everything, like pop culture it's, and stuff like that. It's, yeah. I mean, it's cute as hell. Like, I mean, the world is not real, of course, because humans are batteries. Uh, and I could get into a really just exceptionally specky conversation about thermodynamics about how that wouldn't work, <laughs> but. Uh, I'm going to avoid that and instead just talk about how fucking cool it would be to be able to just plug like a, a fucking guitar jack into the back of your brain and just download kung fu black beltness <laughs> or like how to fly a helicopter. Yeah. Just that is what we need. Like, I mean, that I guess like, you know, theoretically possible in the future and all that sort of thing. But I want that now. I want to just be able to just be like, okay, I now have the mental ability yeah. to play football like Lionel Messi. I just need to try and get the rest of my body up to scratch in that because I will break some limbs. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, I mean, that shit's cool. Um, I think also it's just one of those films. It's definitely one of those films where, in fact, here's a fun fact at the at the back of my back of my brain, um, someone did commit some murders. 
and it's because they thought that it wasn't real because they were in the matrix i mean oh. you know this person was like you know that sort of reasoning is not the reasoning of a person who is like mentally stable fair yeah, enough yeah, mentally I, stable. I think yeah, yeah i think yeah, yeah. yeah i think yeah, they yeah. were maybe kind of in a position where even if this film hadn't come out they were still not in a fantastic place and may have done that sort of thing anyway but it's definitely yeah. served as a catalyst um but like yeah. man it's good oh god actually i've just thought of another really cursed thing that it's produced the uh, the fact that it's the blue pill and the red pill and then you've got all the incels who are talking about how they've taken the red pill now and it's like oh oh good uh, i mean yeah. that's just the, that's just that's just a thing we pushed them to the side um but like i mean the matrix is just a, i honestly i can't recommend that film enough in fact another fun fact about it was that they were able to um they were they they got a huge budget for the film um or a relatively huge budget for the film given you know the concept um and they spent um the Wachowskis at the time spent i, I think it was like the like if not the majority then all of the budget they were given with like the first scene of the film just so that they could sort of send it as a pilot to the studios to be like yeah. can we have a lot more money please and it worked yeah <laughs> it worked yeah. and it's great and it's one of these sort of ones where the cgi in it hasn't aged badly and i think it was maybe like a sort of uh, maybe that maybe that's like a resourcefulness thing like i mean i guess if cgi is kind of janky in the you know 1999 when this is made then you use it really sparingly and you use you know you use practical effects when you can and then when you when you can't you're using it kind of just as a little bit of a thing but then there was this sort of like blurry area in the early 2000s where they're like we can use it for anything now and you look back and you go oh no you yeah. <laughs> um from from what I understand, it was like it was like a pioneer of CGI. Like a lot of the stuff that they did then was just groundbreaking. Like you say, it was like totally. It was from that like lack of um, you know they were restricted, so they had to do mm -hmm. all the stuff, and like they managed to. And like you're saying, it then created this thing where a lot of movies were like, oh, we can just use all the CGI. It's like you can, mm -hmm. but you shouldn't. You know, what I mean, there's yes. a difference between <laughs> there's a difference between can you and should you yeah. and that definitely blurred that but yeah no and, what, yeah what i would say is if you haven't seen this film which you haven't then if you have if you want one reason excuse me if you want one reason to go into it it would be just for the character that hugo weaving plays um oh weaving, yeah the agent guy yeah, agent smith he, yeah, yeah yeah he like i mean hugo weaving just as a human person is just you know he's just one of these people who you just look at his face and you go yeah it's a cool guy and you hear him speaking you go yeah he's cool yeah uh, but he's like that and then yeah. agent smith there's yeah. just something about him you're just watching him go and you're like mm. you know those like antagonists that you, yeah you, you know you're, you're not supposed to like and you don't let them be you fucking love him he's great like he Agent Smith is one of them. Absolutely love The Matrix. Great film. Yeah, he... I think Hugo Weaving has just... He has just been in... I mean, you're talking... Obviously, you're, you're sitting there with Lord of the Rings, greatest movies of all time, and I won't hear anything about it. Um, Matrix, you're talking Marvel, because he was at Red Skull. Um, he's been in... He's, he was in the Transformers movies, which are awful, but he, he was, you know, in that. Like he, he has just been in, like, some... He has just done some incredible like stuff, and you know, 
I've seen I've seen the scenes like the court the, the the choreography or the the, the Corey mm. as I call it. Um, oh, the Corey. The, the Corey between uh like when they're doing like their fights and oh again I'm I'm not sitting here like wow Hugo Weaving's really great at punching. But again, it's still like <laughs> he's got some great punches yeah. on him. Let me see them slaps, boy. I, I think from what I've from everything I've seen, it is obviously like it's undoubtedly like groundbreaking in every sense. And I I do need to, I do need to go because there's a new Matrix coming out next year. Oh, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I don't know how I feel about that. The Matrix Four Reloaded or something. Oh, it's It'll four. It's like a direct like continuation. Oh no, that or maybe that's a, yeah. that's an interesting one. That actually no, that does ring a bell, right? Yeah. Um. So one was fantastic. Two, I was gonna say it's all right, but I think that the only reason I think it's cool is because of nostalgia. And then three, I mm. was at an age where I was able to recognize a terrible movie when I saw it. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah. two and three, it's three. Don't worry about them. So like I'm interested to see it because like if it's if it's a four then it's a direct continuation I'll still have like Keanu Reeves in it which will be interesting mm. to see because he's I I reckon he'll maybe, go into a different mindset because obviously he's had the old John Wick thing you know yeah yeah maybe maybe I'll just go and see that and not watch the other three just to <laughs> oh I'm, oh I'm yeah that'll be an interesting take uh but yeah no grand so I need to go and watch the Matrix so what we'll do is um. Before the next one, I'll watch The Matrix, you watch Goodfellas, and then we'll just do a whole podcast on how <laughs> on overrated <our> thoughts. they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Grant. So, uh, right, next one on Give my it. list. Give me it. All right. Um, listen, at the end of the day, right, it's mm -hmm. the, 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 the circle of life, really. Oh, yeah. we've got another snap. Oh, <laughs> okay, so we've got how many is that? We've got to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so we have eight on the list. Um, but yeah, The Lion King. I mean, came out in 1994, which was an incredible year for movies, by the way. Just like, and again. And an incredible year for person production. That, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was like, that's the thing. I'm not saying that our births were, you know, responsible for these. But is it a coincidence? Is it how can it be a coincidence that the year that we're born, these incredible movies come out? And again, this similar to similar to Toy Story. This is one of my earliest earliest memories of film. Like, I think mm. my mom was telling me that they were like, I was watching this from when i like popped out you know what i mean it was just it was just on um and it it was i think it's probably the greatest animated movie of all time at that time like disney had went through a period where they weren't really bringing out stuff that was amazing for the last oh, kind of yeah. 10 years and then the lion king came and then it just absolutely set off this other new revised I'm actually, age I'm, I'm i think that the lion king was also supposed to be their sort of minor film for that. Yeah, it was well. the B. It was it was the B team, like because the yeah. A team was working on Pocahontas, I believe, and then the Dregs, like whoever left, they were like, they're like, oh, what could what can we do, boss? And they're like, oh, just <laughs> I like how these guys were in the 1920s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what we, can what we do, boss? Do? I gotta, <laughs> I'm gonna go down and make me a film about lions who live in, <laughs> who can speak and, and sing. 
I know they were just pretty much like they're like just go in a room and do whatever the hell you want like so then they went and then they made that i think the the intro was all that they made you know to, to show off like the trailer and stuff yeah and everybody saw that and were like get this done this is gonna be this is gonna be massive this is gonna be like you know i mean it nearly it nearly grossed one billion dollars and when you think about like the time as well yeah like inflation like, adjusted and all that sort yeah, of thing that's, that's like gotta be the songs are incredible i think the story is incredible oh yeah it's and, and, and it's you know i, I you the characters I, are so well written you the, know i i mean i i love it. i completely agree in all points in fact you you mentioned earlier you do think it was the it's the greatest film of all time and anybody who's you know not just listening but also watching might have seen me kind of go like like sort of looking up in the air sort of thinking about it but the reason i was thinking about it was is there anything i would actually place above the lion king and absolutely not it is it is the best animated film of all yeah. time like it's it's, oh, it's brilliant yeah, it, yeah and i think it, 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 it was again it was a bench set it set the bench for like what is a good animated movie you know what i mean oh, and yeah. a lot a lot of the great again i'm talking about my, my love for frozen which i know is not animated but you know kind of coming out of that sort of era it's all coming from you know looking at how well the story was done how incredible the songs were like getting big elton john in you know what i mean yeah. just getting him in and i think they, they, there was a, a famous like uh, african choir they got in as well to do a lot of the stuff as well and like the music was incredible i mean setting aside the obvious nala and simba incest which listen, yeah, it's the lion. It's 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 the lion getting, kingdom. Getting right? David Attenborough here, he would be like, yeah, they, they cousins. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're half half brother and sister. Actually, good point. They, they, like, they, I mean, they, yeah, well, I mean, they'd be siblings because how? I mean, you know, not to get political, Jack, but you know, <laughs> in, in the in in the lion pride, you know, you've obviously got your kind of your big alpha male, and he is, yeah. He is just breeding top about. Shagger. He is. Yeah. He, is he, he is. is top shagger. He is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he is sowing his seed, and all of those females that are like around there, all the children they have should, well, most likely be his. You know. I mean, again, I don't know. He seems to obviously put a lot of emphasis on Simba, which, again, you know, if you're a father, you know, look after <laughs> actually, all your kids. Yeah. Not yeah, just one. That's, that's like, a really good point. Actually. Yeah. See, see, from the perspective of all the other lionesses, even yeah. like, especially like, you know, Nala, who's more has, you know, Nala's the same age as Simba or like adjacent in any way. Um, and it's like, Mufasa don't give a shit. He's just he's just yeah. here for Simba, and that's it. And he must yeah. kind of feel kind of shit from the perspective of the other lioness. Is is Mufasa the bad guy? Is maybe is, 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 is Scar yeah. maybe secretly like you know wanting? Is Scar maybe secretly like <laughs> the uh, the the um. <laughs> He's, he's wanting to father. overthrow the he's monarchy. He's wanting the, like, he's, yeah. wanting the, he's a great father figure. He's wanting to overthrow the monarchy. Really, he's just wanting a, 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 a more equitable... He is actually. He's wanting to help out the hyenas. I mean, he didn't perform it very well, but really, I would actually argue that Scar's intentions yeah. were definitely the intentions of a good guy. I mean, gotta do a little bit of yeah. fratricide, regicide to get there, but, you know, you, 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 you know, the ends justify the means. I mean, he fucked it up because he's an incompetent yeah. bastard. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I, he could have he could have done a little bit of help on the kind of 
agricultural growth side of it because obviously when Simba goes back Scar's agriculture policies are shocking yeah (laughs) but you know for all we know he might have been a really good dad to all the kids that Mufasa just and then also Simba's like the only boy cub that we see and does that again is that I I, again I don't know the hierarchy political you know agenda of Pride of Lions but I I was actually sorry continue (laughs) <laughs> but like you know has, has he i wonder has he like maybe ate his like boy children like i, I mean i'm no lionologist but i i <laughs> but, but i Are have heard <laughs> but i have heard somewhere that there is a little bit of cub murder somewhere but i think that's only from competitive like competitive males like it's like ah oh, right well right, i'm right. shagger now i'm on eat your babies um which is kind of fucked up works, when you think yeah, about it uh, but I mean, like it's so romantic i'm <laughs> sorry just the, the way the way the discourse about the lion king is going it made me genuinely think this is what i, I was laughing there is because i was like <laughs> i wonder what the politics of pride rock are i wonder what like the political <laughs> yeah. system they have in places like it, not just not just for the lions but like what are the what do the gazelles think of this whole situation? Like, I know it's a well, monarchy in that. They're in a, yeah, the, the lions are like an oppressive force because they're eating them. And then you know when Simba's like, oh, but what do, what do the gazelles get out of it? It's like, well, Simba, when we die, we turn into grass and they can eat it. It's like bullshit. That is yeah. that again. And I, I hate I hate to get political, Jack, but I'm going there. Like, the <laughs> We're getting deep into the Lion King politics. The oppression of these gazelles and, and do you know what right they're all forced to go to this ceremony right of simba <laughs> and and they're and they're they're coming and they're being like right yeah we're celebrating this this person that's gonna come and eat us and gonna kill us thank god he is here you know Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. great great like you know disappeared there no you're good it's it's, it's like you know woohoo for our next oppressive it's like i mean listen we're not too far away from north korea in here you know what i mean like (laughs) but saying everything that i've just we've just spoke about there it's a great movie oh it's fantastic (laughs) i think i think that we have made i've maybe delved a little bit too far into it but (laughs) um it's 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 a terrific movie so um it's 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 perfect, right? What have you what 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 do you have up next? What have you got to try and get us to ten films? <laughs> well, well, I've got I've got a couple. I'm, well, I say a couple. I've got three, um, which is actually more than a couple. But to me, a couple is anywhere between two and seven. So, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I have two um, two with the same main flavor actor who's already appeared on this list as well. I'm going to choose one of them. Oh. And so... Yes, go for hmm. it. Do you... Okay, quick question, Jack. Do you prefer violence or stress? <laughs> you, sound, you sound like my therapist. <laughs> um, I mean... Um, you know, it depends, depends what day it is, really. I mean, we're talking <laughs> probably. I'm going to go. I'm going to go stress. That's You're going to go for stress. Okay. <laughs> so, 
let's talk about a film that's you know i i do love a film that's based on a true story um oftentimes true stories are all are, are not particularly interesting uh but this this one this one's what we call a doozy um so i'm talking i'm talking this happened i'm talking people in space i'm talking extreme Ooh. stress i'm talking tom hanks <gasps> and kevin bacon yes. I'm talking, home yeah, tanks home tanks and bevan caken oh he caking it up um uh, <laughs> um we're talking a huge amount of disappointment uh, for the characters involved. Uh, a lot of stress. Uh, we're talking um, specky creativity and a faithfulness to science that, um, that 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 a specky person such as myself can do can do appreciate. And mm. um, my words are kind of not turning into real words anymore. But you know, that's where we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, you, you got you got any you got any you got any little inklings as to what flavor this is? I I think it, again it is either Pulp Fiction or Apollo Thirteen. <laughs> it's Pulp Fiction. Um, no, we got we got our yeah! Apollo Thirteen. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> yes, I uh, it's, it's an Apollo Thirteen. Love this movie. I love this fantastic. movie. I'm really is sad that snap? I didn't put this in my list. Oh no, I'm happy you didn't put it in the no, list because that's what I said. I'm, I'm got sad. a lot of clashes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's a fantastic film. I actually, I've, I've got. I, I must confess, it actually wasn't in my original list. But this is one of my. This is one of my <gasps> little backup ones for snaps. Um, but it was top of the list for backup <laughs> snaps. So, like, I mean, we're we're grand, we're, grand. we're still in a good one. Um, it's just fantastic. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it when I was uh, yeah. like fairly little. Um, but I didn't have much of an interest in it because, like, you know, so when it comes to like dramas and especially like sort of stressful dramas, and you know, I, I guess a film like Apollo 13, you show that to a seven year old and they're going to be like, cool, space. And then after 10 minutes, they're going to be like, right, can I watch something else? You know, but this is uh, a, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, this film, I watched it again, like as an adult, maybe about only a year ago. Um, and I, I was like, I can't believe I haven't seen this film, like, you know, as an adult, because it's right up my street. Mm. And I watched it and I was like, huh, like, you know, how you know, when people say their expectations were low and they're still disappointed. My expectations were really, really high for this. And I was still fucking blown away. <laughs> like, I was so, so I, I loved this film. Just, it's just deeply, it's just one of those things where like, it's one of those films actually, where you kind of like, you watch it and then you go into the Wikipedia article after it, like for the actual event, and you go like, okay, so how much of this film is actually, you know, obviously any film is going to take, you know, dramatic mm -hmm. liberty on certain things, but like, yeah, just the actual sequence of events and what they had to do, even like when they had to like fix that, uh, fix that intake and all that sort of thing, and they had to use like mm -hmm. just stuff on the ship and all that sort of thing, and they had to work that out at NASA and then tell them how to do it and all that sort of thing. Oh, it's so good! Like, I mean, I mean, that happened. That that was real, and that's what they had mm. to do. And you're just sitting thinking, looking at these characters, going, "Oh man, that is a pretty deeply terrible situation to be in." But also, like, fuck, that's cool. <laughs> like, I mean, I think I think going to space. Oh, I, like, I yeah. love I love any film that takes place in space, with the exception of Gravity. I didn't like that film, but. um mm. 
see just like something about space gives me such uh, uh, uh do you know what i said gives me such and my brain is finishing that sentence with a fucking hard on and i don't want to say that but i have now so have that. <laughs> um but i mean there's the space I, I, I love space i'm like that little portland yeah. core that yeah. loves around yeah. just scream space all the time i love that shit i actually look out the window right now and there's a big beautiful moon and i'm like huh there was some folk on that and that gives me like a little 10 minutes of like mm, yes love that shit look at that moon keeps you know you, that keeps you warm at night you know that, it that does really... no i i'm i i i'm i'm the same as you and i think the other thing is so obviously you know you're a very smart gentleman if i do so say so myself oh, thank you and my for me my problem has always been that it fascinates me so much and i love it and i was never smart enough to i've i've got i've got one of my best friends um from back home uh, he did like astrophysics at university mm. and he just i i would just ask him about shit like really dumb shit you know what i mean just like like how does how 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 does how does the moon stay up there like what, what what's yeah. going on here and then he will actually or i'll ask him about black holes or something and he will actually yeah. he'll give me the and my brain doesn't really understand it but I enjoy it and exactly what you're saying there i think the the realism of that movie because obviously I, I i liked oh god what a great movie i really wish i'd put that in because that is actually one of my favorites like I, I really liked how there's the start of the movie and you know people aren't really caring because they're like they've fallen yeah. out of that love with because it's almost it was almost you know washed away how incredible a feat it is for us to go to space yeah. and they're like right oh this is the 13th time we've seen it we're not even putting it on tv and then for that to happen it was just it was you know and again i don't know how much creative liberties were taken but it was just it was crying out to obviously be made into a movie because it's it's a movie within itself like what happened and like and you've got big tom shanks in it and he's just and, and kevin bacon and they're just having a really stressful time and it give it did give me a lot of like anxiety and stress watching it because i was like space as much as i love it terrifies me Oh, it's, deeply it's, terrifying. It's, it's, I actually, like, it, it makes me sad that I will likely never, ever be in space. Oh, don't but say I that. Also, oh, well, I mean, no, that's 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 just kind of like, uh, it's just a fact. I listen, can't think listen, of any Jeff, reason I would ever want to go into, oh, uh, Je Jeff Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos, listen, instead of paying his employer, his, his employees, right, and paying his tax, he'll send you up to space, mate. Don't he'll even, don't even well, worry I mean, about it. I, don't even I, worry about it. In, in any case, getting up to space... I can't think of anything I would actually enjoy less. I am terrified of heights. I'm terrified oh. of flying. Yeah, like I'm terrified of heights. I'm terrified of flying. Yeah, you like, even go. getting in a getting into a simple like flight somewhere. Like I'm actually I'm fine when we're cruising. Take off. I'm like holding onto my seat, like sat back, mm. and I'm like just like like really, 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 really <laughs> hating it. Like, see the idea of like even the training to go to space where the the the, the yeah. they get the vomit comet to do the pure like parabolic flight path and all that sort of thing makes you weightless. I would be like, huh, I'm weightless and about to die. Fantastic! Like, I would be suffering the entire time. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I want to go to space. I Sorry, to space. I just. So how are you on like? I don't know an escalator. How do you deal with an escalator? Are you alright with an escalator? Oh, an escalator, fine. Uh, I, I, like a lift, I'm okay. See, the thing is, right? I, whenever I'm as deeply terrified of something as I am as heights, 
I kind of also have a little bit of morbid curiosity about it. And so like yeah, every yeah, time yeah. I'm up somewhere, I quite like going up on high things. And when I go up to go up, like, you know, like for example, an extraordinarily high thing, I think the tallest thing I've been up was Devil Tower. And I was at the top of it. And I was like, absolutely like shitting my pants. There was fully a, a fully yeah. formed jobby in my bockies. And I was just caught in the <laughs> And I was, but at the same time, I was looking about and I was like, Whoa. and I was like, you know, poking my head over it. And, yeah. Oh my God. My girlfriend at the time, like, she, what she would do is she would put her phone. This actually made me feel worse than the heights. She would, wanted to take a picture, but didn't want to like have any of the, any of the sort of grating in the way. And so like, she put her phone yeah. through the grating to take the picture. No, no. <laughs> and like, I, I realized that day that my fear of heights is less than my phone anxiety. Like, you know, you know what I mean? You just like, you're gonna drop your phone. Oh. Yeah. I, like, it was hanging over the fucking side of the Eiffel Tower. And she was just like, what? What's wrong with it? I was like, ah, no, stop it. Like, cause I had to slice like- something in half at the bottom as well. Yeah, it would. It would just go through someone's fucking skull. Like, it would just like obliterate them. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that's probably if you got if you got caught doing that, you'd probably be get a little a little French wrap on the knuckles. You know what I mean? Whatever that whatever that entails. Um, French SWAT is gonna but, burst. No, the I. Doors. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I really, I really wish I'd put that in my list because I really do love that movie, and that's a that is a great pick. That is a great. All right, so we we've got we've I think we've got nine in there. Um, I'm pretty sure. Wait, let me have a wee count. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we've got nine. Um, you know, I know we we're 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 running a little bit over time, and imagine it's it's bed bedtime for us almost. So I've got <laughs> Jack. I've got one more. You know possible selection if that's okay with you yes absolutely and again it's a movie that i don't i don't know if you've heard of it it's a pretty it's pretty underground it's a it's a spicy one it's 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 a a spicy um uh, again another 1994 um you've got you've got your bruce willis's you've got your sam jackson's You've got your you've got your John Travolta's. You've got big f- feet loving Tarantino in it. Um, no. <sighs> I think I might have an inkling as to what film it might be. Could Quite it be Armageddon? <laughs> A bootleg version of Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Pulp Fiction. It's got yeah. Listen, it's got to be Pulp Fiction. I, I I was deliberately saying it was very early on my list before, but I was like, I need to save this for the anticipation, so that <laughs> the, two, the, the two people that are still listening to this, probably my mum and your mum, probably, um, <laughs> are like, why did they go to talk about Pulp Fiction? Um, so yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know if you've got that on your list as well, or. That's I it. actually I strategically avoided it because I knew that it was going to be a yeah I, because everybody yeah. agrees pop yeah fiction. yeah it's it's uh, to be honest it doesn't really need an awful lot said about it in terms of because it's been it's been absolutely talked to death but you know I think that is the peak of like Tarantino film because again I, I I am a fan it can be a bit hit or miss for me some of the oh, stuff yeah. um and you know 
there's, there's some stuff he'll make and do, and I'm a bit like, oh, that's a bit. But I just think it's, uh, I rewatch it every few years, and it's again that thing of remembering this is this is terrific. It's a, it's yeah. a it's a huge swing because again it's one of those it's 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 an artistic movie that mm. you know it could be seen as being a bit too you know a bit too out there a little bit too like jumpy about the place but it just yeah because there's obviously the branch I was about to say branching timelines we're not like watching Marvel <laughs> but like the, right. the you know the, the time jumps in it and how it all does kind of connect even though it doesn't like it, it, and it's just it's just so entertaining. Like, I feel like nowadays to try and get something like that that had so much going on, you'd have to go and watch like a series. You know what yeah. I mean? Because no one would be bold enough to go and put, apart from maybe Tarantino, to put that much into a movie and make it work. You know? Yeah. I like I one. <laughs> this is perhaps a little vulgar, and I know I've been very restrained so far. <laughs> um, but um, but like. One of the things that I do appreciate about that film is the fact that people need to take a shit sometimes. And that's not captured yeah. as beautifully yeah. in so many films. But it's just the fact that sometimes, Vincent especially, yeah. sometimes needs to go take a shit. And I appreciate that about yeah. him. I think that's a beautiful character trait. <laughs> <is this? laughs> I like the fact that, like, the only character that I can think of to my head where like a recurring thing about him is that he needs to go for a shit sometimes, as we all do now. That's a relatable trait. He ends up getting killed by yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's his downfall. <laughs> like what's, yeah. your, what's your critical weakness yeah. the fact that you've got to take a jobby? I feel like I feel like that is a great a great point. And I think with Pulp, I think it's funny because obviously it's one of those movies very similar to Fight Club or Blade Runner, where movie students have ripped it to shreds and done essays and essays upon it, but I would love to know if any of them have delved in as deeply as we have about, you know... The jobbies. You know, the... <laughs> <laughs> this is when you know. This is. I knew this was going to happen. You know, <laughs> I knew we would get here, but you know, you're right. You're right, and it's 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 terrific there's to be honest it's, I, I feel like it sounds a bit of a cop-out there's not much i can actually say about it because one it's already been said and two it's just like it's just brilliant like it's just you know what i mean one of the things that i think is so interesting about it and i think tarantino does this really really well in general but i think pulp fiction i think is is, is a complete mastery of it is conversation because like in, yes. in most films you know, any sort of dialogue has some sort of purpose. It's gonna, it's gonna further the storyline. Or, I mean, in a lot of, well, in a lot of, the, I would, say, well, I mean, most of the dialogue in Pulp Fiction does that too. But like, sometimes there'll just be a chat between the characters that serves no purpose other than to just be a wee chat. And like, like you know, for example, like yeah. we we're, were talking very, very Tarantino subject matter, but they're talking about the sort of uh the. Not so much ethics, but the uh, you know the whole sort of vibe around a foot massage. Like, what does a foot massage mean, and all that sort of thing. And the way they were sort of discussing yeah, that, and there, was a lot of, yeah. there was a lot of sort of like discourse <laughs> around that. But like, you can just sort of like when you're having that sort of conversation, like you know that sort of conversation just seems really, really organic. It seems it seems like it's mm -hmm. you know not something that's put in the film to 
you know, to further a plot or even necessarily develop the characters that much. It's just there to be there, mm-hmm. you know? And I like that. I, I, I really like that about yeah. Pulp Fiction in particular. Again, it really applies to pretty much all of Tarantino's work. But I think in Pulp Fiction, it really, really works. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. And it's conversation-wise, because the characters are just so intriguing and the dialogue is perfect, it does. You're, you're happy to sit and just watch a conversation between them having a burger. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. this is the greatest shit I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> you know, like, this is some serious gourmet shit. It was hard to not put it in there. I almost didn't put it in either because I was like, I bet you Jack will probably put it in. But then I was like, I'll put it in there just so we've got... So it's in there because, you know, it'd be hard to not put it in there. So after that, I'm, I'm sorry if you've... I, I did have a couple more and I think you've got a couple more, but I'm, I'm, I'm uh, aware of time. And yes. um, I've we've got we've got a list of ten there, right? And I, mm-hmm. if, if you're if if you are happy enough, I think it would be good let's, for us to let's rank, totally do rank. it, right? So Actually, let can, me, can, can I have oh, the list of them so far? Yes, I will. I will read out this list for you and for my mum who's listening. Okay, hi mum. <laughs> you should be in bed right now. It's far too late. Um, <laughs> so we've got Toy Story. Uh huh. We have Fight Club. Uh huh. We've got Shawshank. Uh huh. The Mummy. Mm hmm. Train Spotting. Yep. Goodfellas. Yes. Matrix. Matrix. Lion King. Lion King. Apollo 13. 13. And Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Um, Grant, so. That is our list. So, right off the bat, right, I because we we don't need to do any vetoes because we've got ten there, so it's grand. I am happy enough, right, to put the mummy at tenth because, listen, as much as I love it, I know that when you put that in a list with, <laughs> you know, with like Shawshank and Goodfellas and Fight Club, if it was to go above any of them. I would, you know, I would understand the uproar. So I'm willing to take the hit and put the mummy at 10, you know, just, just to get that ball rolling. I'm happy enough to take that, you know, but that's all I'm if giving we, you. Right? If we, okay, if we mummy at 10, right? How about yeah. just for, just for the sake of helping us through the process, mm. how about, what we do is we kind of put it in a top tier and a bottom tier of this list. Because I'm not going to be able okay. to tell you the top, you know, five, four, three, two, one. But I'm going to tell you if something's top five, you know? Okay. 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 So, okay. I'm, like, I'm going to get your vibes off of this, right? Just uh, okay. just, just your vibes first. Okay. You, you put Mummy at 10. Do you mm-hmm. think Toy Story is a top five or a bottom five? I think Toy Story is a top five. Personally. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give neutral reactions to every single one of these just to. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Please. What, what? Me, like I need. What? 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 What about Fight Club, Jack? What? <laughs> what do you think about Fight Club? Oh, this is this is difficult. Because <laughs> I'm gonna end up really putting them all in the top five. I am. Um, I think Fight Club probably does have to be uh, top tier. It's gonna, you know. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. You know, that's... <laughs> <coughs> what, what about this. the Shawshank Redemption, Jack? Uh, what, what, what are you saying about that's, that? That's, listen, listen, that's going to have to be top tier as well. 
Like we can't, mm. you know. That's, that's, or that's I will good. put some. You know, there's a lot of, <laughs> of top tiers here, but <laughs> I will put something else in the. Okay, well, there, well, there. Okay, so it. just in my natural list that I've written, mummies next. So mummies bottom tier at least. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. It's a good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> Train spotting. Don't, don't get mad at me. I think that might have to be in the low, the, the bottom tier. But I would say if it is, it is like rimming the the top five. Do you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? It's it's watering watering the top five. <laughs> It's on the edge. It's on the periphery. So it would be like, for me, I think it would be, you know, I mean, sitting there at like a, 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 a strong six, you know, just because of what okay. else we've got in there. But that's yeah, that's what I'm... That's interesting. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a... What about your good fellas, Jack? Yeah, that's... I'll put that in the bottom tier. All right, okay. The bottom tier. And listen, if you've got anything to fucking say about that, Joe Pesci will be around <laughs> your house, right? So I don't want to hear any guff about it, right? Well, one of the really, like, one of the things I like about it is the fact that despite me giving a neutral yet really, really <laughs> horrifying yeah. reaction to every single one of them, like, you're kind of, like, really needing to justify everything that's going on here, and I'm just having a great time with it. Um, this, is, this, is like, this is, like, reverse psychology. Like, this is really doing stuff to me. That's so, upsetting. So I'll, I'll combine it with AMS, uh, ASMR, right? So, um, so Jack, um, what do you no, think about stop. the Matrix? <laughs> um, what about the Matrix, Jack? Just for that, it's going in the fucking, it's, it's going in the fucking lower tier, mate. It's getting shoved okay. down there. Right? Well, I know you hadn't seen it, but that's that's, a, it. that's an interesting. I mean, and you know, fair enough. In my in, in my opinion, if I've not seen it, it's not worth seeing. So it's getting put in the <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Uh, what, what, what about... Uh, I just imagine my, things like that. In, in my shorthand writing, I have written Limk, but it does mean Lion King. Right, I think that's got to be a top. That's got to be a toppy, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think... That's, I see. That's Again, I'm saying all this. You can absolutely disagree with me, but um, if you do... Then yeah. uh, well, you'll okay. find out. No, no, you'll well, find like out. you know, currently you don't know my uh, my takes on each of these. Che- <laughs> uh, what, what, what about? What I, about I, I, I just don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go for. Even though I would like to put it in top tier, I think bottom bottom tier. Okay, okay, that's interesting. Sorry, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Home tanks. Sorry, pal. And uh. Pulp Fiction, of all things. I think that's got to be top. I think that's got to be in the top. You know? Well, do you know what? I am actually quite surprised that you managed to, like, brain out a five and five there. Because in, I in that I situation, don't. I would have had, like, six tops and... and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like well, it, that... was, it, was, it, it was difficult because, like, I think, for me, train spotting was the one that I felt the worst about not putting in that top tier, but when I was looking at what we again, obviously need to see what you think as well. But, um, but I mean, even though we don't care, um, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <that> was... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just getting really defensive now. Um, <laughs> but that was the one for me. I was like, I felt bad about not putting that in the top five. But when I'm sitting there looking at the ones that I had, that's like, you know, like your Toy Story, Fight Club, Shawshank, Lion King, Pulp Fiction. Like they're, they're big mm. hitters. You know what I mean? So I'm going to, so you might have noticed that I very deliberately left a fairly long pause after uh, that end of that sentence there. And that was to allow it to be very easily jump cut because I'm about to piss my pants and I very yes, much go, go for a pee. <laughs> a few moments later. With somebody who loves me, I will dance. Oh, you're back. Grand. I was, I was, I, was, I, was, I like that, that awe of, oh God. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll give it. We'll give it. A, we'll give it a three, two, one, and then can smash cut in and can be like, "Yeah, that was a really interesting point you just made." <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just lean into the fact that it's a jump cut. Okay, right. Three, two, one, action. Yeah, man, that was a really interesting point that you just made. <laughs> right, only only a couple of seconds ago, uh, yeah. because there wasn't any sort of massive period of time where both oh. IP and a massive moth got into my room. No, that's yeah, that's 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 quite an incident. To be fair, that's quite an incident. Um, it's quite an incident that didn't happen. You know, it's non-existent. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my, if I was to, if I was to do the sort of ratings myself, though, like the sort of top five, bottom five. See, right, okay. I'm looking at this little list. I've written it in front of me. Any YouTube peoples who can see in in 3d my uh my (laughs) (laughs) and uh what i've got going on here i've got this little sort of bit of paper in front of me i'm trying to work out what's going on and you know toy story i'm just going to go through it sequentially toy story just just for the sake of contrarianism and to to make you mad at me i I don't know i think that's going to be a bottom uh of the uh, yeah i suppose i could i could you know deal with that if the lion king was still in the top five because i feel like that's there needs to be that sort of for me it would be that that representation of you know i mean you know obviously not to say that toy story is bad because it's fantastic it's it's you know a childhood defining for me you know like it's, mm-hmm. it's fantastic I, I love it i've got my i've got my buzz uh, my my buzzy and wood my woody and buzz <laughs> <laughs> that's another that's another channel mate fight club i get again not to be contrarian but i'm putting that in my bottom five and actually when you put that in wow. your top five, I actually was that was what like that isn't just to be controversial. That was that that was always in my bottom five. I love it. Again, I love it. I mean, this is a this is our top ten. Wow. You know? But like that's that wow. <laughs> that that's that's our that's a, that's my bottom five. Uh Shawshank, no doubt about it. That's top. You, you, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't argue with that. Uh Mummy, that's also in my bottom. <laughs> Please don't take that as a sound fight. Mate, I, that's that's going on the promo. So. <laughs> the mummy is uh, the mummy is, is in my bottom. So it's up well, there now on the internet forever. Yep, that's that's it. That's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. Fantastic. Um 
train spotting that's that's got to be top uh like you know there's a reason i recited that entire uh yeah 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 i scott's prayer i definitely makes i think yeah now you've definitely given me the i mean you put so much effort into it and there's definitely space for it in the top five now i i felt i i knew in my heart i was like i'm putting this at the in my bottom tier but i shouldn't be you know I was putting it in my bottom. It should be going in my bottom. You were putting, you were putting train spotting no. in your bottom. Yeah, just what, just like renting in the suppository. Oh um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now you're going to be falling into a toilet and swimming through a world. It's going to be beautiful. It is going to uh, be beautiful. Why has it always got to be a manky toilet scene in a train spotting film? But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Good films. I, I have no choice but to put it in my bottom. I can't stop saying it like that. <laughs> I'm gonna put some good fellas in my bottom. You know, like <laughs> just... uh, you know what? As long as it's the good ones, everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's the good ones. Um, I think actually we're there. Just counting this up: one, two, three, four. Okay, so I have one more. I have one more thing that I can put in my bottom. I have to. I have to sort of uh, make sure it's it's going up. But I mean, in any case, Matrix gotta be top. Ah, I love the Matrix. That's in my top five. No, no bother about that. Lion King also no question top five. No problems there. Apollo thirteen between Apollo thirteen and, my, and Pulp Fiction. Apollo thirteen's in the bottom. And Pulp right. Fiction's in the top. Yeah. So, for, like from that, what I've gathered is that the ones that are definitely. That we both agree on. You've got Shawshank, Lion King, Train Spotting, Pulp Fiction. Is that are those four? Those are four that we both are in 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 uh yeah in ca- so cahoots if, with. If I'm okay, so if I'm making a top and a bottoms box. I, of course, put myself in the bottoms box. Oh, no. I meant to write top and bottom, but I wrote top and box. Um, <laughs> but um, it's like my brother. He was writing a birthday card to one of his pals, and he's like, I'm going to put this in my really nice handwriting. He wrote handwriting birthday. That <laughs> just fucking gets me. He's an idiot. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Um, we both agree that Shawshank is in the top. We both agree that Mummy yeah. is in the bottom. You you put it at 10. Yep. I'm just going to agree with you there, to be honest. It's been that long since yeah. I've seen it. It's a great film, but it's been that long since I've seen it. I don't have yeah. any real feelings about it. Um, we both agree that Goodfellas is in the bottom. Again, I'm just taking your word for it, really, there. Uh, we both agree that The Lion King's in the top. We both agree that Apollo 13's in the bottom. And both agree that Pulp Fiction's in the top. So, if I write that down... So I think we it's like the that kind of fifth place is what is uh is what because I I think you're saying the matrix I don't really have any feelings towards it in terms of I understand its grandeur mm. and I'm trying to not be biased as well the fact that I've not watched it and I know that it did have significance what I would argue is that if I was choosing between like fight club and the matrix and not just because i've you know not watched the matrix <laughs> like <laughs> i just i don't know i mean again right this for me this is the defining factor right and i'm gonna ask you this and i need you to be honest with me right okay 
does the Matrix have meatloaf with tits? <laughs> <laughs> now, be honest with me. Does it? Whether. So, okay, not on screen. <laughs> I can't say on screen. But when was Fight Club made? Nine. Got uh, uh, so Fight Club was 1999. The Matrix was also 1999. Oh, man. Okay, so depending on which one... Ca- Actually, no. Matrix is based in 1999. So whether, Pulp, uh, whether um, Fight Club came out before or after it, it happened within the context of that film. And therefore, within the Matrix... Meatloaf with tits exists, even as part of a film. So I would say that canonically, yes, by some bullshit like on screen now, on screen Meatloaf with tits is extremely powerful. That's that's like (laughs) that that, that's that's something that not a lot of films can say they have. I know you haven't seen The Matrix, but of the two of them, I would actually I would genuinely place The Matrix above. Uh, Fight Club. Perhaps though because The Matrix for me I have known that for much longer than Fight Club. You know? Like mm. I I actually saw that as some, I think I was like a, I want to be 10, between 10 and 12 um, when I saw that whereas Fight Club I was you know, between 18 and 20 when I first saw it. So like I guess it has that sort of nostalgia factor for me and there's also literally you have nothing to base it off of, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, listen, Club, I, 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 I'd, I would be willing. I'd be willing to have Matrix in the top five because even though I've not seen it, I'm, you, I can tell that it's obviously good because I know so much about it and I know the story, and and that's when you know that it's obviously good because, you know, I'm so. As much as it would pain me, and to be honest, I'm saying this. I don't really like. Listen, I like Fight Club, but it's not like I'm sitting here like crying over it. Like I don't like. I don't. Go <laughs> I like. I'd be more. I'd be more stressed out if it was like The Lion King or Shawshank not getting put in the top five. But like, I would be happy enough for Matrix to be in it as long as Fight Club could be like six. You know, could be oh, again yeah. rimming rimming the top five. You know what I mean? Rimming the top five. Uh, well, yes, and to be honest, I think also just upon review, see just like another one, just a total, a total other one that that could be. I mean, theoretically, both the Matrix and Fight Club could make it to the top five at this point, but I do think that my my placement of Toy Story in the bottom five is probably a bit unfair. It 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 probably, in fact, may certainly would be deserved of the top five like i'm trying to think what story do i enjoy more and i think i think i think i think of the lion king more fondly than toy story even though i love toy story and to be honest i i i think that the lion king would have to be in the top five personally so for me like or what, I, I, I think well I mean I, I think the Lion King is like not even threatened in the top five. Yeah, I think that yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very safely in the top five. But oh actually that's a good point. Well I, I think I think both the Lion King and Toy Story could be in the top five, but then that means that 
we only have one more top five place to award. Well, because as it stands, what I've got written in front of me right now is that like the top five as it stands would be not in order, but like Shawshank, Lion King, Pulp Fiction, Train Spotting, and The Matrix. Oh right, okay. Uh, so I hadn't written Train Spotting, but I had argued for it being in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, I'm happy with it being there. Well, in that case, we do only have the one, uh, the one, the one place for it. Now, Matrix. I don't know. Like, I mean, that's the thing. If there's only one more space for the top five, does it go to the Matrix when it's got, you know, it's got. I mean, it's got a few others to sort of contend with. You know, whether I'm just right, I'm, I'm going to cross these out because I'm looking at my big list and I've realized I've got them written in two yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. And getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, that can go. That can go. Um, again, like I say, I would be. I'd, I, 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 I would be happy enough with the Matrix in the top five, and I think I imagine that a lot of people, I, I say a lot of people listening, the person listening, would probably also i don't know if my mum's seen the matrix but um i think she would if i was thinking about what my mum would prefer i think she'd probably prefer the matrix because fight club would be a bit too violent for her right and my mum is the greatest and smartest loveliest person i've ever met um so well i mean matrix matrix is very much like uh I mean, it's not like gory or bloody or whatever, but the amount of just people doing their job that get shot to all fuck. But then that's there's fine. a lot of that. We've seen that. We've seen that. We've seen. You We've know what I mean? That. It's like Fight Club is visceral. Like Jared Leto gets absolutely. Yeah, he gets wrecked. kicked to. Which, like... which, when I first saw it, I was just like, "Oh!" But now looking back, I'm like, like "All yeah. right." Um, <laughs> so, how are you, how are you feeling? Because like. Are you happy with the Matrix being the top five, or would so, you rather something else be there? I would, I personally would, I I think that the, if there's one place left in the top five, in in my opinion, the toy you know Toy Story should be taking that over the Matrix, but only okay. just okay. But and, and, what's, I mean, but what's your take on that? Like that's I'm happy enough with that. That is, to be honest, I'm glad that you've came to that conclusion by yourself. You know, and, <laughs> you know. I was hoping. I knew through subconsciously. I was like, you know, Toy Story is getting in there. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow, but someday. Because it's it's undeniable what it did. And again, being the first, like, you know, first fully, you know, animated like feature. Like, it's it's incredible. And yeah. so, to be honest, you're sitting there looking at that top five of like Shawshank. Lion King, Pulp Fiction, Train Spotting, and mm. Toy Story. If that was like on, say that like you know you were going away and those were the only movies you took with you, you'd be happy with that because that is oh, yeah. a per- that is a really good like selection. You've got the lightheartedness in there. You've also got some yeah. like harrowing stuff. You've got um, you know the bit more intense like action stuff for Pulp Fiction. I feel like it, and they're all great movies. They're undeniable. If someone says they don't like any of those movies, it's like, well, you're wrong and you should go and live in a cave and not come back. Don't do that. That's that's just that's <laughs> that's, that's 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 just the late night talking. Um so yeah, that's that's what I would yeah. I think we I think we've got a good list there. Um yeah. we've got the top tier, we've got the bottom tier. Um cat 
would there be a chance of naming one of them as the top? We don't have to go through one to ten because I think that would just be ridiculous. But one of them, definitely, to finish off this podcast, for the listeners to hear what we think is the definitive greatest movie of the 90s. And obviously it's going to have to be, because it's not going to be The Mummy. So like, <laughs> it's going to have to be of Shawshank, Lion King, Pulp Fiction, Train Spotting, and Toy Story. What do you, what's, I'm putting you on the I spot. I think, I think if I was to choose one of them, it would be Shawshank. Yeah. And it's yeah. not, it's not the film, it's not the film that I would watch every single time. Oh, Even the, out of those top yeah. five. In fact, that was one of the ones I'd probably watch least out of them, but I think that's because I kind of want to savor it. And you also yeah. got to be in the right mood for it. But yeah. it's, it's just such a good film, man. Like, it's just yeah. so good. I don't know what it's rated in IMDb, but I'm sure it's like top 10. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 I think it is like up there. I think that and like The Godfather are like the two. But like, yeah, I think so. Just to go through it, so again, we've got like a top one and then the rest of them are just like tears. So the best movie of the 90s, Shawshank Redemption, not really mm. that much of a surprise. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to argue with it. And then in the rest of the list of so the top tier, we've got The Lion King, Pulp Fiction, Trainspotting, and Toy Story. And then in the, the bottom, uh, bottom five, got the matrix fight club goodfellas apollo 13 and the mummy just sneaking in there at number 10 <laughs> and listen i think that that is an inc- that whole list 10 movies you'd be happy enough you know if that was all the movies you had to watch for this year that is an excellent selection of movies you know i mean it's class yeah i, I mean it, it's just so good i mean there's some there's some runners up in there uh, yeah, like, I mean, you know, you've got like your Forrest uh, Gumps and your, you know, you like Forrest Gumps. I I also had as my other two backups, which I don't think deserve to be amongst that ten. But my other two backups, these honorable mentions, are Terminator Two. Oh, oh, superb, brilliant movie. film, superb, and movie. and Austin Powers International. Oh, <laughs> right. You could, you could, Both you could, fantastic. You could, you could do like a top twenty if you had the time and money, but we have neither. Um, <laughs> but like oh Terminator 2 that didn't even come to my mind do you know that but no I'm, I'm oh. happy enough I'm not like <laughs> yes, uh, we'll do it yeah. all again let's do <laughs> so, yeah, scrap it scrap it all um, but yeah I think you know uh, we've you know we have been on a journey today I think we have spiritually metaphorically realistically Sorry, I'm just sort of giving you some adjectives now. No, no, that's great. I mean, we've, you know, <laughs> we've we've went from you know meatloaf's tits to the, the like the the, the political um, hierarchy of like a pride of lions and you know whether Mufasa ate his children. Like, I think we've really, I think this this podcast has a little something for everyone. You know, and I don't. I think it's a bit weird me doing a bit of a promo for it after it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I would like to. You know, hope that people enjoyed what they heard today. Um, I certainly had a lot of fun, even if no one listened yeah, to this. I had and, a lot of fun as well. <laughs> and um, no, thank you so much as well, Jack, for being. Well, thank you for having me. I'm sure it's that. Great as fuck. 
I'm sure my horde of TikTok fans will want us to come back and do another top 10, possibly looking at, I don't know, the the, the top 10, I don't know, possible crimes of Rick O'Connell and the mummy or something like that. You know, what he could have done, <laughs> like the top 10 theories. Like... <laughs> oh man, it's going to get really, really dark in my head, Karen. <laughs> but, um, you know, we will, um, we will, as I say, if we get commissioned by, you know, Netflix, whoever's buying this uh, podcast, if we get commissioned, we'll definitely be doing another one. Um, going to just finish off, you know, asking you to make sure you um, check out uh, Scenes on Toast on YouTube. So it's just Scenes on Toast. Um, I'm also on Instagram and TikTok on at Scenes on Toast Games. Um, I'm huge, huge, huge on TikTok massive on tiktok like there's i don't know if there's anyone bigger than me on tiktok if i'm being honest <laughs> um and i don't know if you've there's anything that you would like to plug yourself jack or you know or just to say a, a big good night to people or you know uh, uh, you know i'm gonna say a, a big old good night i'm i'm here um <laughs> I, my, 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 my plug my plug also is watch scenes on toast he got me to do a podcast and it was really fun i like it yeah that's what i love that my plug is that i'm here <laughs> that's what we're all happy with all right well thank you everyone so much for giving this a listen and we will be back if we are allowed to come back um <laughs> if we're not sued or you know taken off the internet so thank you everyone uh, make sure you drink plenty of water get good sleep and have just just have a great day really just have a very good day all right okay good night good tag really well is that good night in german good yeah. tag good yeah. nabin good nabin yeah why not yeah okay <laughs>